You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. Yeah. Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. It is football night in Sterling, and you are listening to Thursday Night Football on DHS Press Network. Settle in, because we're bringing you a good one tonight. The three and two Titans take on to take on the three and two Riverside Rams. The Titans coming off a 38 to 21 victory over the Heritage Pride, and the Rams coming off a 31 to 14 loss to Loudoun County. The Titans coming into today's game with a hobbled bunch of Titans. To tell you more about to tell you more about it, here's why Krieger. Kevin, glad to be here mixing it up a little bit with some Thursday night football this week. But nonetheless, the Titans, like you said, coming off of a 17-point victory last week against Heritage to start conference play 1-0. A game where the Titans dominated the line of scrimmage and really won that game with their offensive line and stellar running, running back play from Alex Wirtz. While Riverside is coming off a tough loss to Loudoun County, a game in which they gave up over 200 yards rushing and really couldn't get going on offense despite jumping out to an early 7-0 lead. We're, we'll probably be seeing Dominion try to exploit that uh, rush run defense of the, the Pride. Yeah, Wyatt, it will be interesting to see what Riverside does to slow down Dominion's rushing attack and, and this offense, who last week seemingly, seemingly looked unstoppable, Wyatt, on the ground. Wirtz, Wirtz rushed for a school record of 289 yards and added three touchdowns as well. But, Wyatt, what do you see sticking out as keys for the Dominion victory today? Well, I think we are looking at a Dominion team that's that we've really seen glimpses of how good they can be when their game plan is working at its best. But tonight, I think there will be a balanced offensive attack. We will see Jarman take a few more shots downfield compared to last week. And defensively, the secondary is dealing with loads of injuries, so the front seven is going to have to set the tone for them early for a Titans win. Well said, Wyatt. We're getting ready for kickoff now. It is a cool 70 or 69 degrees right now. I couldn't tell you. Here at Titan Stadium, it's a beautiful Thursday night. The color rush game, some would call it. Not here, but for the Bears. Who do the Bears play tonight? The Packers. Bears, Big Bears-Packers rivalry tonight as well. That's a col- Is that a color rush? It is a color That's rush. That's a color rush, but tonight the Titans have elected to kick off, and they are dressed in all black with white lettering. A bit of a color rush action from them. And Riverside with white uniforms in... Blue lettering and white pants. I'm sorry, blue pants as well. Pretty cool uniforms there from Riverside. Those are cool, those Nike jerseys. Those cool blue helmets, Kevin. Great look. Ramon Bloss, the unsung hero, I believe, for the Titans this year, who's been really is a valuable player great for them, as a Kevin. kicker, yeah. Will boot it away from the 40-yard line. A big game for the Titans is now underway. He kicks it deep to the near side at the two-yard line. Taken at the 10. Makes a tack and he makes a break tackle made by number four, Trey Hayes. And that was Dawson Drake on the return of about 12 yards. First down and 10. Trey Hayes seemingly, seemingly is always on, all, every, seems to be everywhere on the field at all times, Kevin. And um, it was great to see him make a big tackle there to start game for this Titans special teams. So Trevor Jackson, the quarterback of Riverside, will. Trot onto the field now, bring his offense on with him. Last week he was the leading rusher. He ran for 42 yards and a touchdown on 21 carries. So look for him to carry the ball 
a lot, and they did rather go to the air. It, yeah, they it. did go to the air a decent amount. They go to the spread formation on this first down and 10 play at the 16-yard line. Two receivers to each side, and they give up the middle. Number two, and he makes a break. One cut back. Gets about three yards there. That was Jalen Hagler, or Isaiah Bryant, I'm sorry, on the run. The Titans running a 50 front set, Kevin, with five men on the D-line. Kyle Kavinsky played middle linebacker last week, is now playing D-end. Eric Blackwell and the uh, big player Alex Wirtz uh, are ahead of the middle linebacker. Position. Second and eight here for Riverside. Brian had the carry on the last run. He had 11 attempts for 29 yards last week. This time it's Jackson throwing. He completes a pass down across the 35, down to the, I'm sorry, across the 25, down to the 31st down, Riverside, completed to Jack Selman. Kevin, they looked like those routes Heritage was running on us last week, those short little yeah. curls. Yep. Titans did not have much of an answer for that. They did rely on their defense to make some big plays down the stretch and some quarterback mishaps last week. So first down and 10 here for Riverside at the 29-yard line. Both teams looking for their fourth win here. They go to the spread again. And Jackson's going to take it himself along the far side. There he goes, cuts up field, and he gets about four or five there. A nice run. The Riverside offensive line gets a nice push there, and Jimmy Christ makes the tackle five yards deep. Jackson really looks like he's built like a running back, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a really big guy, broad frame. Titans are going to have to keep an eye on him, especially in that, in that deep, with that well, defensive line. Well, that's why he gets the 21 carries last week shows that they're going to look to him to run the football this today. So it's Jackson and Bryant in the backfield. Two receivers on each side again. They've done this three times in a row now. Titans coming with the heat. And it's Jamari Robertson tackles Bryant in the backfield. They give to Bryant on a draw, and Jamari Robertson came out of nowhere. Loss of three. It's going to bring up a third and eight. Jamari Robertson coming off that injury. It hasn't played in two weeks, Kevin. A lot of people believed, on the team believed he was going to be out for the season, but he got an MRI. Uh, X-rays were negative, and he is back in action tonight. A really key player for their defensive That line. is great, great news as Jackson trots onto the field for this big third and eight play for Riverside. If Riverside wants to get something going here, this is a huge play as the Titans line up like they're coming with the heat. Jackson takes a snap. They do come with the heat. Scrambles in the backfield, and he's going to be sacked again. Jamari Robertson. Big play there. Robertson. Two big plays in a row with 9.30 to go. And Riverside's going to have to punt it away. We're, so we're immediately seeing his impact, Kevin, and he's just a guy that's really going to rush the passer. Sure, a sure tackler as, as there will in, be in high school football, Kevin. Yeah, yep. Great stop for the Titans there. 9.10 to go now in this first quarter. On to punt it away is Chris Ackes. And it's a solid punt down to the near side. Pierre was there to field it. He doesn't now. It takes a Rams roll all the way across the 35 and down to the 33-yard line. The Titans will take over. Next at the 33-yard line, Thomas Jarman and company coming off quite the first five games, Wyatt. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, it's really been an up-and-down season for this offense. I mean, we had that 3-0 game that they fortunately won against Potomac Falls, but we've really seen... Week to week, a different Titans offensive attack. Sometimes they're running the ball heavy. Sometimes they're throwing the ball heavy. So Coach Buck really thinks they need to play a complete game here tonight, Kevin, on all three phases. Titans come out in the I formation right away. Chris Adu in at fullback. That's something we haven't seen yet. 
starting at the fullback position. Wirtz obviously has the tailback they give to Wirtz, who cuts it to the far side. It's in a sprint race, and there he goes. He takes off to the races. First down and more. There he goes down to the 40, across the 35, down to the 30, and he's tackled. Two-string tackle down to the 24-yard line. Huge run there for Wirtz, and he's just continuing from his historic record last week. Yeah, Kevin, like you said, just picking up right where he left off last week, and he looked like an inside run, but he bounced it to the outside and used that speed that he's... Really showed off the last few weeks. Well, you um, immediately see him come off for a break, and you see Darius Brown come into the game. We talked about it last week. Why he's going to get, he's going to get his fair share of carries here. Is was a 43-yard run for yeah, Words breaks it for 43. They go to the spread now here on the second play of the drive. Interesting look here. Richardson in at the slot position, and Kavinsky now in at the wideout. Jarman takes a snap, and he throws downfield. Richardson wide open, touchdown. Wide open in the end zone, coming out of the slot, and the Titans get on the board first. That's two plays, Kevin, and they're already on the board. And like you said, Richardson lined up in the slot. They ran somewhat of a pick play there with Richardson and Pierre kind of crossing, crossing each other there, and Richardson was just left wide open, a miscommunication on the Riverside defense. Well, I've been saying it. It's huge to get Richardson involved this early in the game and get him off to a good start, and boy, have they done it. A nice run from Wurtz to set that up, and Richardson finishes it off with a touchdown catch. Ramon Bloss trying to stay perfect at all, as always, and he does. 7 to nothing. the Titans lead with 8.14 to go. Here in the first, that drive was two plays, 67 yards, and the Titans only took 39 seconds to punch that one in. Quite the efficient drive for the Titans. Yes, Kevin, couldn't be more efficient than that. And it's interesting, we haven't really seen much of Richardson in the slot, and no. he was facing a lot of sa safety help last week, and that just might be another way they, they really want to get him the ball moving forward, Kevin. Because he is such a great talent at receiver, and... You can't not get a ball like a guy, the ball to the guy like a guy like that. There's a feeling in this in this atmosphere. The Titans really want to tack a few on. These cheerleaders might be doing a lot of push-ups tonight, Wyatt. Let's hope they do better than than they did in that last blowout against Fauquier, Kevin. We will see. We do not have the stats from Fauquier. If if we're looking at Thomas Jarman's stats this year, he's 54 for 88 with four touchdowns and four interceptions. But that does not count. His historic game against Falkir where he broke, I believe, the completions record and the yards record. Yeah, Kevin. And he threw for five touchdowns as Bloss boots it away to the near side again. Taking out the five, and he fumbles it. Gets it back at the 10-yard line. It's Trevor Carlin on the tackle at the 12. Nice defense there from the Titans, and that's Joss Dawson Drake again on the return. That's two consecutive great coverage plays by this special teams unit, Kevin, pitting them behind their 20. There. Jarman did break the record. He had, well, I believe, 299 yard, yards passing against Falkier, yep. and that was a school record. And his completions get for in a game was against South Lakes. He had 21 completions that game. Jarman breaking many of Donnie Gasser's records, who leaving his legacy. Set a bunch, and and Alex Wirtz breaking a bunch of DeAndre Reeves' records. So this class of 18 is definitely leaving their mark, as you said. Jackson and company take over at about the 14 yard line. And they give up the middle of Bryan, and it's the Titans' O-line, D-line, stopping them right away. Big tackle led by Kyle Kavinsky, Jimmy Crist, and J.D. Pierre in on it as well. So Second Titans, and eight. Titans do have uh, Isaiah Webster still out with an injury, so J.D. Pierre getting more reps at cornerback, playing both sides now. 
Steve Zegbe also starting after a stellar performance last week against Heritage, Kevin. So second eight eight here. It's the same spread formation. They go to the trips this time. Jackson takes a snap. He's back pass looking. Looking steps up. He throws over the middle and he's hit as he throws. But he pass complete to number 80. Vince Spironi. Kevin. So a nice presence there from Jackson. Great play. I think you love to see that if you're a Riverside player. Great to see that from the quarterback. Just able to take a hit and deliver a strike down the middle of the field for a gain of about 12 or 13 there. A solid throw. He had pressure from the he took a big hit both there, sides. He, he took, took a, a hit, hit from, from Jimmy Christ. Joel Campos on the pressure as well. They go trips to the far side again. Run receiver to the near side. Jackson takes a snap. It's a designed run. And he's going to take off to the near side across 30, across the 35. Spins off a defender at the 37. And he's close to the first down. If not, he got it. Steve Zegbe on the tackle. And that is Ryan Flynn, our spotter who has entered the building, reporting that for me. Great and to it's going to be here. a second in inches. Kevin, the Titans mixing it up from that 50 and 40 front. Kyle Kavinsky is just going to be switching off from linebacker and D-end tonight. Riverside trying to put together a drive here. Bryant still the running back. We haven't seen any of Brady Lipsum yet. And they run a... It's going to be up the middle. There's a flag on the play. They run up the middle to Jackson, who gets the first down. A little trickery there. Eric Blackwell uh, there from his linebacker position on the tackle. Little there's a, a, there's a flag a on the play, but they did get the first down. I think it's a hold, Kevin, but a little bit of a read option there. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of ways you can mix it up when running the ball with the quarterback, Kevin. A lot of ways to deceive the defense. So that's going to hurt. The Rams are going to be moved back 10 yards from the spot of the foul. It's going to be second and nine now for the Rams. So you talk about Jackson delivering that strike. We haven't seen much of Jackson, but he really impressed there from a good recovery from his first drive. And really showing that toughness on that first down completion, taking a hit and delivering a throw, like I said before. So second and nine, they go trips to the far side again. Three plays in a row, they do that. Jackson. It's a read option again. They give up the middle to Bryant this time, and he gets about three. Eric Blackwell again on the tackle there, and it's going to bring up a second and long, second and six. Blackwell starting his second game at middle linebacker, Kevin. First game against Heritage, and he really does a good job of reading, reading plays before they happen. That's your main job as a linebacker, reading and reacting. So Brady Lipsum and Isaiah Bryant seemingly – Split carries last game. This time, Lipsum has not seen any carries. He scored last game in nine attempts for 35 yards. This time, Jackson takes a snap, and he throws a quick pass complete. Not going to be anywhere close to the first down. It's going to be a fourth down pass complete to Simon Weirin. Weirin had four catches for 80 yards last week, and they're lost to Loudoun County. Great coverage there from Pierre. Really developing into his defensive back spot. Is they're going to need him down the stretch with the injuries they have. At that position, Kevin. Jaden Pierre again. Back to receive it. Punting is Gavin Stone. Stone kicks it. It's a bit of a short kick to the near side. Gets a riverside bounce and it rolls out of bounds at the 31-yard line. So we'll see if the Titans can go any quicker than they did last time. Under a minute on the last drive they scored. Richardson, Jarman to Richardson. If you're Riverside, you can't have those miscommunications on defense like they did in that last drive. That gave up their score for them. But, yeah, I mean, the Titans got a good formula coming into this game. 
Two plays, one run, one pass, one touchdown. So 4.51 to go. In the first quarter, Titans lead 7 to nothing. They come out in the I formation. You see that same look with the Wurtz big run. Adu as the fullback again. And Richardson is Carlin as the wideouts. They give to Wurtz this time up the middle. Wurtz gets a couple defenders on him, and he pushes forward for about five. Second and five, it'll bring up. Wurtz running in between the tackles like normal, but that, that first play, he... Bounce it outside for a big run. Really going to see Darius Brown come in here and compliment Wirtz, all along with Steve Zegbay, too. Zegbay's in at the tailback position now. Adu still in at the fullback position. And they give up the middle to Zegbay. Zegbay finds a hole. He spins. And he gets about three there. It's going to bring up a third and three, aiding Kofiri, the senior on the tackle. That is new. Chris Adu playing fullback, Kevin. They have not yeah. used a fullback this year. Well, I saw him in practice, and then I talked to him about it today. He said, yeah, I'm playing fullback. And I said, Chris, I've never seen you at that position before. And I said, were you, were you just joking around in practice? He was a little hurt by that. <laughs> he was, Kevin. Chris tends to be sensitive about those things. So he's getting early looks at the fullback position. Same eye formation, third and three, and they give up the middle words. He stumbles at the beginning of his run, and that will impair him to not get the first down. It's going to bring up a fourth and two tackle made Alex Gonzalez there leading the charge for the Rams and we'll see what they do here looks like the offense might stay on the field and no they're not they're not going to stay on the field it's the punting unit comes out yeah you see Kyle Kavinsky stepping in as the punter showing more of a faith in their defense Kevin with that decision to punt the ball don't want to give up that field position this early in the game the seven nothing Riverside shuffling around. Looks like they're going to bring the heat there on Kavinsky, and they fall back. They do not. Kavinsky with a line drive punt, a decent one, too. It takes a Titans bounce, but the Riverside return man's going to get it. Pushes off a Titan defender and spinning forward to the 31-yard line. Jack Selman there. 35-yard punt there for Kavinsky, and it was a line drive. Kevin. Interesting punt fast. there, yeah. It was a line drive. It got to the return man really fast. So he had, a, he had a, the chance to really react. To be honest, I don't think Kavinsky has any strategy going out there. I think what comes out, I mean, if he's happy with it, he's happy with it. Just kick it as hard as he can. Yeah, yeah exactly. First down and 10 for the Riverside Rams at the 32-yard line. And they go to the spread formation again. This time the trips is to the near side, one receiver to the left. Bryant still with Jackson. And they do the read option again. And no, they do. Yeah, they do do the read option. Jackson takes it himself up the middle. Kavinsky was fooled a little bit there. Thought Brian had the ball. Joel Campos comes up with a stop right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe lost one there. Second and 11. Going to want to get a little shout out to Jason Robinson. Weekly listener for him. Uh, love, love having J-Rob on, on the airwaves, Kevin. He's always a pleasure. They go to the trips to the near side again. Bryant shifting over to the far side at the running back position. And they give up the middle. Bryant on the counter play. He finds a seam down to the near side. Breaks a few tackles. Spins off a defender. Gets the first down and more. Flipped up in the air by, River, by Richardson. First down down to the 44-yard line. But there's a flag down back at the line of scrimmage. Another hold on the Riverside Rams. And that's two first down runs they've gotten negated yeah. by holding penalties. Bryant showing a lot of speed and elusiveness on that run, though. 
Richardson picked him up and gave him a little flip there, Kevin, at the end of the play. So 2.02 to go in the first quarter. Titans with a 7 to nothing lead. A little bit of a quicker first quarter so far than we had last week, Kevin. Last week we had quite the long broadcast, roughly three hours. And that's a tiring one for us up here. It was, Kevin, and it was our first away game, too. And the Titans win against Heritage. They go to the trips, trips to the near side. Jackson takes a snap. He's looking, steps up, throws over the middle, and it's caught near the first down markers. No, it's not. Hit away by Steve Zegbe. Nice play there. And it's going to bring up a third and I want to say 20. It was a deep curl out there by the receiver, Kevin, and Jackson did throw a little behind him. Zegbe was able to break it up right when the pass got to him. That was intended for Vin Vince Speroni. And Jackson's going to come onto the field now trying to work his magic on the third and very, very long. They go trips to the near side again. We still haven't seen Brady Lipson. Interesting story there. Titans coming with the heat along the near side, and it's a sack. Joel Campos takes him down with Jamari Robertson. It's going to bring up a fourth down. Riverside is going to have to punt it away. And Alex Wirtz came on the near edge and almost blew Jackson up. Jackson was able to get away from him, but he stepped right into a few more Titans there with Jamari Robinson and Joel Campos waiting for him. So after that first down run, the flag on the play, and Riverside has only gone backwards. Now they're at their own 15-yard line. Very disappointing drive there for Riverside. Back to punt it away is Gavin Stone again. 104 to go in the first quarter. Stone boots it away. It's a nice punt. Returnable for Pierre at the 48. Makes a cut. Now juking down to the near side. And he's wrestled out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Pushed out of, wrestled out of bounds by Christian DeVault. Kevin, I would like to see the Titans try to use some of their other receivers in different ways. Trey Hayes, you know, he's a really quick, speedy guy, and I'd really mm -hmm. like to see him get more catches in space, maybe some bubble screens, some quick slants, just because he can make a lot happen when he has the ball in his hands. Well, you look at the Riverside passing attack. They went to the air quite a bit against Loudoun County. Jackson was able, Trevor Jackson was able to throw for over 150 yards. He kind of short arms the ball when he throws it, though, Wyatt, doesn't he? That's what I've noticed. Uh, we have noticed that so far, Kevin. They line up in the spread formation, two receivers to each side. Wirtz next to Jarman. Ball at the 46-yard line. It's a pass play, but there's a flag. It was a screen pass to Trey Hayes. It's going to be a false start on the Titans. Pushing back, what, five yards, Kevin? They're going to push it back five yards to their own 49-yard line. 52 seconds to go now. In the first quarter, 7-0 Titans lead. Twins right, twins left. Pierre and Hayes to the near side. Richardson, I'm sorry, Carlin and Kavinsky to the far side. Jarman takes a snap at the screen pass to Hayes. Hayes. Sideswipes the defender right away, breaks another tackle, and fighting his way down to the 39-yard line. What a run there. After the catch from Hayes, gain of about 10. Tackle made by Sam Weirin, who plays both ways. Titans, like I said, Kevin, getting the ball to Trey Hayes, and he made the first tackler immediately miss. Showed his strength, too, by carrying a few Riverside defenders out on his way to out, out of bounds. So after the penalty, he gets about 12 back there. Going to bring up a second and four with 44 seconds to go in the first quarter. Two receivers to the 
to the near side, one to the far side. And it's a toss play to Darius Brown. There he goes. Cuts up field at the 40. And he gets down to the 36. He gets the first down. C.J. Butts wrestled him down there. Not before the Titans. Damage was done. Darius Brown didn't do much in the run game last week. He was, he was coming off a rotator injury. It was his first game of the year. And Wurtzwell obviously was the star. But Darius Brown did get a crucial first down late in that game to help ice some clock away. And he showed his speed, raw speed yeah. on that play. He really proved well. himself. And I think he earned a bit of a running back two spot with these injuries. First down and 10 at the 36-yard line. They go to the spread again. Jarman takes a snap, rolling out to the near side right away. Looking deep over the middle and to Trey Hayes, and it is brought in touchdown right over the Riverside defender. Trey Hayes is able to show his athleticism, and what a catch there. Catch of the year there from Trey Hayes with six seconds to go yes, Kevin, that in the first quarter. That will go up as one of the nominations for catch of the year for this Titans team, and Trey Hayes had a linebacker on him and was just used his speed to beat him. Jarman threw, underthrew him a little bit. Trey had, uh, showed his... Ability to adjust it on, on that ball. I'll tell you what, Jarman's ability to, to throw it up to his receivers and give his receivers a chance is unlike anyone else. He really is able to trust his guys as Bloss looking to put it through to make it a 14-0 to lead. He does. He is automatic. I mean, he is. I mean what, a, what a guy. They go three plays, 51 yards, just eight seconds, just eight seconds slower than their first scoring drive at 47 seconds. And Sorry, Kevin, made it a little complicated there. Jarman does do that a lot. He does really give his uh, receivers a chance to make the plays as he does have a really talented receiving core, but he had all day to throw there, and he was able to step up and put a lot on that ball. As that, I said earlier. 40, 50-yard pass, Kevin? Really showed his arm strength there. Uh, we will update you now on the Woodgrove game. Uh, Woodgrove was up 22 to nothing against Parkview. Parkview, uh, the Battle of Route 7, as you know, you all know, we all play Domin when Dominion plays Parkview. That is the Battle of Route 7. That is what they call it. They, River Woodgrove does play Dominion in their next game. Dominion does have a bye, so we will not be with you next week. As Bloss looking to kick it away with six seconds to go. Dawson Jackson and Jack Selman, two receivers. To get it. Selman takes it at the 10-yard line. Cutting up field. Finds a seam. He's hit right away by a Titan. It was Darius Brown there, Kevin, making that big hit. And again, him just showing his ability to make plays for the Titans will earn him a lot of playing time moving forward, Kevin. Brown's really showed himself in these last two games. As we head down to the end of the first quarter, two seconds left, and we'll get you for a station ident identification. I know you guys are looking for that. We're, we're waiting for that all game. Not just yet. Two seconds. Riverside's going to run a play here. First down and 10 from the 22-yard line. Jackson and company trying to get something going here. They go trips to the far side. Bryant's still in at the running back position. It's a counter play up the middle to him, and he stopped right away. J.D. Pierre slams him down to the ground. It's going to be a loss of one. J.D. Pierre shed right off his block there as we end the first quarter. Big hit. Titans dominating so early here at Titans Stadium. As you guys asked for, Virginia. let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. 
So we're going to get the second quarter going. Hayes, that was his second touchdown that he just had to end that first quarter. His second touchdown in the past two games. Last week against Heritage, he had two receptions for 50 yards. Really improvised touchdown last week with a little bit of a dead, uh, what was it? What's it called? Broken play. Jarman scrambled, found him for a big touchdown. As they flip sides here now. So you talk about a story here for the Titans. The freshman coach that coached these these seniors for their freshman you team. Were on, you were on coach that freshman Metro, team too, I was. Kevin. I was a star on that team. <laughs> coach Metro, what's his first? I don't know his first name, but Coach Metro. They call him Coach Metro. Is back now coaching these guys, and it, he's really come full circle out here. I think for this for this Titans football team. Jackson and Bryant in the shotgun. They line up here in the spread formation again. Trips to the to the near side. They're trying to spread the Titans out on defense a little bit more. George Richardson playing a type of free safety position. Jackson back to pass, stemming up, throwing deep to the far side, and he does not have a man way over his head intended for Vince Baroni. Vince Baroni's been targeted quite a bit. Here early in this game. Yes, Kevin and George Richardson was there with help, and Steve Zegbeo, again, great in coverage like always. You talk about Metro Kevin, guy who's been around football his whole life, played professionally for the Baltimore Colts, mm -hmm. Kevin, and just a great football mind. Yeah, I think couldn't have said it better. So 11:55 to go here in the first half. Game's been going relatively quickly <laughs> from our last game. Jackson takes a snap. He's got far backside pressure, and he loses the football. There's a scramble there for it, and the Titans have recovered. Titans recover at the 11-yard line. Alex Wurtz with a huge blindside hit on Jackson. And what a play there for the Titans' defense. A strip sack. I don't I, – are you sure? You know what? I'll tell you what. It is pretty quiet. I don't. I don't. I think Riverside did. Fall Riverside on it, recovered Kevin. it. I'm sorry. It was on the far I'm side. I'm sorry. Of the field, Riverside so. recovered it. We couldn't see it on the far side of the field, but it's going to bring up a fourth down. And about 20, Pierre back to receive it at the 40-yard line, 42-yard line. But a big hit there from Wirtz. Gavin Stone there to kick it away. Boots it from the 2-yard line, nearly blocked, returnable for Pierre on the far side of the field, spinning, and he can't do anything there. He's pushed out at the 48 with 11-10 to go. Titans with a 14-0 lead. And the Titans have shown a lot of pressure, Kevin. Um, early in this game, they brought Wirtz on a few of those edge blitzes, like, three or four times already, and it's, they've been effective, Kevin, and they forced a fumble there for the Riverside quarterback. He's just unblocked. They have been coming with some blitz packages, and I think they're trying to shake it up on the defensive front. I, I believe they really are Coach Metro probably played a part in implementing these on the defensive and offensive line. He's been working with these guys all week. You see him at practice just drilling them in, just keep saying one more. One more, guys, and you can go home. They line up in the spread formation here. Kavinsky in his slot position. Carlin in his wideout position. They go up the middle to Wirtz. Wirtz breaks it for a big one. First down and more. He's dragged down. 11-yard gain. And it takes three Riverside defender, defenders to pull him down. Tackle made by Sam Weirin. The offensive lineman high-fiving after that play. They gave Wirtz a huge hole, and they knew that play should be credited for them to them, Kevin. Just under 11 minutes to go. In the first half. So first down and 10 for the Titans. Titans look overpowering on offense. Wirtz with four carries and 60 yards so far as there's a flag down 
And I believe it is on the Titans. Legal formation is the call. And you see Adu still in at that fullback position. He must be thrilled getting that, getting that look there. And that is just another sign of Coach Metro implementing his strategies of offense. I know he likes to use a fullback. Also changed up the blocking scheme as well, Kevin. And it's been a factor. It's really helped them in the run game the past week, and we've seen it. So first down and 15 at the, at the Riverside 41-yard line. They go to the I formation again. Twins to the near side. They go up the middle to Darius Brown. And another flag down. He gets about three. And looks like this might be coming back too. So this drive being stalled a little bit by penalties here. Titans in the eye. We don't see that too often, Kevin. They are normally a spread formation team. Another thing I, what I did notice, Kevin, is they do not run much play action. I haven't seen that yeah. at, almost at all from them this year. It'll be interesting to see if they ever use that. Which that would be a great factor season. for them to include. When talking to their players, they have said they only have like one or two plays that are play action, Kevin. And, and we haven't seen them at all this year, so. They're not super comfortable with the play-action play as the Titans move back on a holding penalty, and they are about 25 yards, first and 25, 25 yards from the first down marker. They line up in the spread formation here, and it's a toss play to Wirtz along the near side. It's a foot race. He stiff, -armed a, stiff arms the defender, and nothing doing there. He's tackled in the backfield, loses two yards there. It's going to bring up a second and 27 now, C.J. Butts. Led the charge there for the tight for the river for the Rams. Seemingly everyone on Riverside's defense knew where that play was going right away, Kevin, and the pitch to Wurtz. Wurtz could had no chance of getting the edge there as they swarmed to the to the football. Wurtz immediately, immediately took off to the near side, trying to beat them in a foot race and just couldn't do it. And this is where you would want to see Isaiah Webster get some looks to the running to the wide side of the field in a foot race. I mean, that's a guy you want in a foot race, I'd say over Wurtz. This time they go to Zegbay at the running back position. Spread formation. Jarman takes snap, rolling to the far side right away. Quick throw to Jaden Pierre makes the catch on his fingertips. And he gets about six there down to the 46-yard line. But it's going to bring up a third and a whole lot. Nathan Ayub made the tackle there. Kevin, you did bring up Webster. We've only been able to see glimpses of him, and it's a shame because he is the fastest player on this team. We've only been able to see glimpses of his talent this year. What we've seen, we've seen a really excellent football player, but just injuries have nagged him all year. So third and 17. It's third and 20. Here for the Titans. Spread formation again. Jarman takes a snap. Back to pass. Pump fake. Stepping up. Now he's going to take off. Finds a lane there up the middle, and he gets a first down and more. Running down to the far side across the 10 and down to the 12-yard line. Jarman showing his speed again, and I, we talked to his, his teammates, and they are really impressed with how athletic he has shown himself to be, Kevin. He's not just a pocket passer like most Titans quarterbacks have been in the past, but they're just stepping up. Defense was, or the receivers were all guarded throughout, throughout the secondary, Kevin, and he was just ran right by everyone, it seemed. So first down and 10 from the 12-yard line. Big time run there in the third and 20, and that is just demeaning for the Riverside defense. Jarman takes a snap and he's rolling right away. He's got pressure, throws on the run, and it, he, he throws it away intended for Jaden Pierre near the end zone. 8.23 to go in the first half. Titans with a 14-0 lead. Both teams 
still with all three of their timeouts. And it's going to bring up a second and ten. Wirtz comes out back onto the field. Kevin, like you said, that is a first down you cannot give up if you're the Riverside Rams. Third and 20. You've got to have someone home there to make that play. It's tough with a mobile guy like Jarman. And all those receivers to, to contain him. Out. Exactly, exactly. Coach Buckwalter has called this receiving core the best in the state of Virginia several times. They go trips to the right now. Jarman takes snap, rolls immediately, and he hits George Richardson on a quick slant. He's in. Touchdown, Titans. Richardson with his second of the day, and Jarman finds Richardson for Kevin, 13 yards. Kevin, I really like that play call from Holland there. It was a little bit of a th throwback type play. Jarman rolled right. Lulled the left side of the defense to sleep, and Richardson was just able to beat his man underneath with the slant. Richardson already with two touchdowns in this game, Kevin. So Bloss stays perfect. 21 to nothing. That, that drive by the Titans was seven plays, 66 yards in two minutes, 53. All equal to a 21 to nothing Titans lead, Kevin. It is Thursday night here. We are doing a little Thursday night football. Yep. Pretty big turnout for the student section wow. here. It is Hawaii We're night. We're glancing over right now, and I see a lot of Hawaiian shirts and a lot of and a lot of people. Quite the attendance. Quite the showing for the Titans. A few Riverside, quite a few Riverside students too, making the trip from Ashburn. I'll Virginia. tell you what. It looks like it's a gray out. For the Rams. Great to show support with their team still being down 21 nothing. I believe we'll see them, that crowd diminish. Dimin <laughs> diminish is the word as we head in to the later part of this game. 8.17 to go. Jarman's five, 4 for 5 with 82 yards and 3 touchdowns. So he's already starting to put together a historic Fisher. night. And he's on the track, I don't want to say it, but to break his own record. With completions in a game. With completions, with completions in a game. A stoppage and play, Ramon Bloss booted it down to the far side into the end zone. And there's a flag down. Maybe a Titan left early there. That is an interesting stat about Jarman. Or thing we've noticed is he does not throw a lot of incomplete passes, Kevin. He really is really direct with his passes. He knows where he wants yep. to throw it. Yep. He makes all the throws you need to make as a high school quarterback. So the Titans did leave early. They're going to go to the 35 and kick it from there. Andrew Buckner has to get these Titans special team guys in line as he a special team captain. Maybe a little field, field position will boost... Give the Riverside Rams a little momentum here. Some, get, get something going for them. But the Titans look to get another stop and keep this shutout going. Bloss from the 35. It's deep to the far side. Taking it at the two is Dawson Drake. He cuts up the field and a big tackle made by number four, Trey Hayes. What Kevin, a, what Kevin, a play there, any, dashing Kevin, down to the field. Forget about any field position there because Bloss boomed it. Still pinned him. The uh, Riverside Rams return man returned it. Still starting at the one there. Titan special teams swarming again. Titan special teams has been awesome on the kickoff game. They've been pinning these guys inside the 20 
on every kickoff so far on all four of the kickoffs. Titans will get the ball at the beginning of the second half. They go trips to the near side. In that spread formation, we've only seen the spread formation for the Rams. Jack Jackson takes a snap, and he throws a quick out route there, complete first down. Vince Speroni there is targeted again. He gets the first down. A nice play and a nice throw, but there's a flag down. And we'll see who it's on. Looks like it was on the defense, Kevin. Might have been a personal foul of some so sort. That's, so that play is going to stand. 8.05 to go. 21-0 Titans lead. We're, si we're seeing a similar game to that Fakir game we saw at home. Can we talk to Coach Buck about this Thursday night affecting them? He doesn't really buy into it that much, you know? Guys do have to get healthy, but they do have a bye week coming up, for, and that's an op another opportunity for guys to get healthy as well. But nonetheless, the Titans are ready to play here on Thursday night. First down and 10. They move all the way up to the 43-yard line, and it's the same read option play, and Jackson is stopped behind the line at the 40-yard line, loses two there. J.D. Pierre, the big tempo commit, with the stop. We have brought up that special teams play. They have started on average these first three, four drives on the 19-yard line, Kevin, and again, that speaks to this great special teams coverage so far. A lot of big hits. A lot of big hits. One being from Trey Hayes on that last kickoff who came from the other side of the field and was, was able to lay a big one on Drake. Here we go, second and 12, Jackson back to pass. Running back, it's a screen play, and it is nearly picked off, deflected by Joel Campos. Pierre almost was able to, <laughs> to run it, to take it back, try to get his first touchdown. He couldn't. Jaden Pierre picked up the ball after the play, tried to start running, and that just shows the effort shown by Jaden Pierre. We caught up with, with J.D. Pierre. We talked about that, Kevin. We talked about that. Well, you'll hear it on the halftime. I don't want to spoil anything, but we did talk about we did talk about Jaden Pierre's performance and his ability to just be lead by example and just his effort at practice. I saw him at practice the other day, and he didn't even get the ball, and he was running his routes hard, and he always runs through every play. I mean, you talk to any guy on that team, they appreciate Pierre's effort day in and day out, third and 12. Jackson takes snap, back to pass, looking, looking, stepping up, now throwing to the far side and is tipped up in the air and not caught. Def defense from Eric Blackwell, I believe. And it's going to bring up a fourth down. Huge hit by Blackwell there. And Blackwell really coming in. Has been solid at linebacker position. Has always been where they where he, they need him to be. And they are going to go for it here on fourth and 12, Kevin. No, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> I don't know what I was looking at there. What were you looking at? I saw the quarterback. You saw it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. So it's going to be... Gavin Stone again back to punt it away. It's a short one this time. Coach Carl Buckwalter signaling on the sideline to let it go. And that they do. With 7.03 to go, the Titans lead 21 to nothing. We have talked about J we talked about Jaden Pierre's growing role. And he really has more of a defined role this year. And he's really yeah. developed as a receiver. He's the, the team's lead, leader in receptions so far this year, Kevin. And he did his biggest game of the year against South Lakes with six receptions for 88 yards. But now they're asking him to step up as a corner as well with the injuries in, at that position. And 
He's done all they ask him to do. Good guy, too. Just Great cut guy. off his dreads. He's really upset about it. I think he'll get over it, though. I formation. They give up the middle to Wirtz, who's tackled immediately in the backfield. Nice play there from number seven, Nathan Ayub. And he loses two there, and they go to that same bread-and-butter eye formation run to Alex Wirtz. It doesn't work this time. We have seen a few times Riverside get a good push on that defensive line, Kevin, and something to grow off. They have a few big athletic guys on that defensive front. That's the thing. Riverside hasn't looked terrible, but Dominion has just looked really good on offense. They go to the I formation again. Wirtz out now at running back. Darius Brown in. It's a pass play. Jarman drops back to pass. He throws deep down to the near far side, and it's nearly brought down by George Richardson. It is knocked away by Alessandro Perea. And Kevin, that was great coverage by Perea. Jarman threw a little back shoulder throw to Richardson there, and... That's a ball Richardson normally comes up with, but Perea be able to get his hands in there on the last second. I talked about it earlier, Jarman's ability to get these get these balls up to his to his receivers to just give him a chance to make plays, and he did it there, and Richardson couldn't come up with it. Third and 12, they go to the eye formation again. I've never seen this. They went three times in a row here to the eye. Definitely have not seen that so far this year, Kevin. And Jarman drops back to pass again, steps up. This time he shoots for, for Richardson again, and it is way over his head. He dropped back and threw it right away, and Richardson was nowhere near that. There was double coverage on Richardson there, too. Will Reed and Trevor Jackson, not Trevor Jackson, Kristen DeVault on the coverage there. Jarman missing the first throw not by much, but the second throw by a lot. We, we don't know if he is that comfortable with... Um, with dropping back it from yeah. the eye formation. Yeah. We haven't seen that this year. Good so call. Maybe he has to get used to that a little bit, Kevin. Good point, Wyatt. So Kavinsky on the 4th and 12. He's going to punt it away from the 21-yard line. He's had a few good punts, and this one is good too. Bounces down to the 31-yard line, and the Riverside Rams are going to try to get something going here with six minutes exactly to go. In this first half. First, the second quarter has gone much slower than the first quarter. I will say that. That 36-yard punt by Kavinsky. Rams take over first down and 10. If you look at these. From the 31. Big guys in the trenches for the Rams and the Titans. Dominion has a clear size advantage over this Rams offensive line, Kevin. Yeah, they go to the trips to the far side. Jackson takes a snap, and it's a design run. He takes off right away, and he's hitting the backfield. Jamari Robertson makes the play, but there's a flag down, and I believe it might be on the tackle. Might be a little bit of a face mask. Maybe a face mask. I didn't see anything there, Kevin, but... So it is a face mask on the defense, and that's going to be huge for Riverside. They get 15 yards there down to the 44-yard line. Robertson still showing his impact. He is, oh, he is. So far this game. So Rams with the ball at the 44-yard line. We have not seen lip, Bryant, Brady Lipsum at all today. It's been all Isaiah Bryant. At the running back position. Jackson back to pass looking. He's flushed out to the far side. And Joel Campos swings him down. Down to the 34-yard line. 
I'm sorry, 29-yard line. Campos with the backside pressure. Campos again showing how crucial he is to this defensive line. Getting immediate per, uh, penetration there, Kevin, and able to swing him down after Jackson tried to scramble out of there. So it's going to bring up a second and a whole lot after that, after that penalty. That's sack, you mean. Now penalty and sack. Combination of the two. Way to correct yourself. <laughs> 5.15 to go here and counting. They go to the spread again. Jackson takes a snap back to pass looking. He's got pressure, and it's a screen pass. He can't get it to Bryant, and it's going to bring up a third and a whole lot now. Riverside just stalling. Second time they've tried to run that screen, that screen pass so far today, Kevin, and Dominion has blown it up both times. It's going to bring up a third and 23 for the Rams. Dominion with five sacks already this, this game, Kevin. Defensive line playing their dominant defense like usual. So they're going, they're going to go right back to the spread formation. We've only seen the spread from the Rams. Trips to the near side. Jackson takes a snap, steps up, and he throws to the near side. That's not going to be nearly enough as Kavinsky comes in with a ferocious tackle down by the 33-yard line. It's going to bring up a fourth down, and the Rams are going to have to punt it away with just under five minutes, 4.59 to go in this first half. Titans looking to extend this lead maybe to four scores here. Kavinsky there showing his speed defensively. We haven't seen that much of it on the offensive side of the ball, Kevin, but defensively he is a fast player. So Riverside punts it away, and Pierre it wants nothing to do with that at the 23-yard line. A nice punt there from Gavin Stone, and the Titans will take over at the 23. Looks like the Titans coming in with a design play here. I saw Jarman getting the play from, from Coach Carl Buckwalter. Look for them to get the ball to Richardson here on a big play. Sounds like Tony Romo there, Kevin, trying to call the play before it happened. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that guy is crazy. <laughs> we'll talk to you about that after this play. Spread formation, twins to either side. Riverside coming with the heat, they do. Flushed out immediately is Jarman, who is hit after he throws, and he completes the ball to Trevor Carlin, who stays on his feet and dives forward, and he gets about four there. But Tony Romo, huh, Abil his ability to, to call the play before it happens is, is, un is uncanny. You know, people are raving about him, and I have listened to a few of his games so far this year, Kevin. I don't, I'm not much of a fan. He seems to suffocate the game a little bit, and last week he had, there was a big play in that Packers game, and he was screaming over Jim Nance, <laughs> which I really didn't like. I don't want you doing that to me ever. I won't. I won't. It's not like you. That's not like you. I'll tell you what, Tony... <laughs> Tony Romo is no Wyatt Krieger. Spread formation again for the Titans. Second and six. Jarman gives up the middle to Darius Brown, and he's met by a whole bunch of Rams. Gets about one there. Nathan Ayub led that charge. And Brown getting some early carries. We talked about it. He's splitting the carries. With if words. I'm, if, I, if I'm correct there, yeah, with words. 
Worth is a guy that needs a break after some of these big runs he rattles off, Kevin. Also, Zegby getting, getting in on some of that action. Third and six. And we'll see if they try to go big play here. Richardson not in the game. In at running back, I believe, is Wirtz. Jarman back to pass. He throws to Trevor Carlin. First down. Trevor Carlin falls down after he makes the catch. Still makes the catch, though. Gets about 10 there. Down to the 37-yard line. First down, Titans. Trevor Carlin, a little more of a seasoned veteran on this receiving core. Reliable hands. He does run great routes. Coaches love him, Kevin. And like I said, his sure hands, as you will see on yeah. that on that. Receiving well, core. the ball was in the air before he turned around, and he was able to make that play. First and 10 from the 37. Jarman rolling out immediately. Now he stops, now throwing, and intended for Kavinsky just over his head. Kavinsky was double covered there, and the ball falls just out of Kavinsky's hands at the other 32-yard line. You know, we're talking about Kavinsky's speed on defense, and I would like to see the Titans take advantage of him at the tight end position, mismatch him with some... Riverside linebackers here as he does have the size and speed to exploit those defenders. That he does. Titans trying to extend this lead to four scores here. 21 to nothing is the lead with 2.54 to go in the first half. No timeouts called yet this game, Kevin. No, it's been going pretty smoothly. A quick throw out to Jaden Pierre shaking and shimmying along the near sideline, and he gets a few extra yards, but he steps out of bounds, getting about six yards. Pierre throwing two blistering stiff arms there to get a few extra yards. We've seen that twice this drive with receivers really just fighting for those yard extra yardage, Kevin, and we you well, like to see that. He was met by a couple of defenders who he had to impeded his ability to get down to the first down, and he couldn't get past them. So anyone here listening in the stands, hold on. We'll give that announcement in a second. Third and four. Jarman rolling out to the far side, and it looks like he's going to take off. He has the first down and more, and he's going to run out of bounds casually at the 50-yard line. A smart run there from Jarman, but I'm going to go ahead and give anyone listening in the stands, listen up. Anyone listening in the stands, if we have anyone listening. A little PSA announcement. Yep. Buy your, <laughs> buy your gear from the Titan store located by the ticket booth. So any Titan gear you want is over by the ticket booth. If you're listening in the stands, I suggest you go over to the ticket booth. We might be there at halftime. Sign some autographs. <laughs> Just kidding. We are celebrities, Kevin. We're signing autographs down at the, uh, down at the stands. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's going to be first down and ten. First time out of the game used by Coach Buckwalter here. From the 50-yard line. With 2.40 to go. Yeah, the first time out used with 2.40 to go in the first half. Titans probably want to get another score on the board here. As point differential does matter in the playoff picture and it is magnified against these conference opponents. Coming up at halftime, we did... Talk to Coach Buckwalter, as we always do, but we caught up with J.D. Pierre, and we had fun with him. It was a great, candid interview, I think, and Pierre really gave his, gave his insight on this team and his, talked a little bit about his pregame ritual, was, which was much different from Kavinsky's last week. Jarman, all right, you got it. 
I do got it. First down and 10 from the 50-yard line. A little stoppage here as Coach Carl Buckwalter is talking with the referee. All referees have to get situated here out of these timeouts. Jarman so far tonight, two carries, 42 yards on the ground. Seven for 11 completions, 101 yards, and three touchdowns. Another efficient night for the Dominion quarterback. He's been great, and I believe there is a stoppage in play because of a megaphone that's being used at the on the Riverside student section. It must be turned off now from the 50-yard line. Jarman back to pass, looking deep over the middle, and he's got Alex Wirtz just out, out of the reach of the hands of a Riverside defender down to the 10, across the 5, diving in, touchdown! Touchdown, Alex Wirtz. Touchdown, Titans. Wirtz continuing his historic run in the past two games, and he's pumped up, meeting J.D. Pierre at the 17-yard line, boosts him up in the air, and it's a 27-0 Titans lead. Kevin, little Wirtz showing his effectiveness from the backfield as a receiver, and he ran right through the linebacker in that seam. Jarman underthrew a little bit, was just out of the defender's reach. Jarman beating himself up a little bit for that underthrow as he had Wurtz wide open. But I'll tell you what, he can't make those mistakes against against big time against big times team against big time teams such as South Lakes or Rivers or uh, Woodgrove. That comes up in two weeks. That drive was five plays, 72 yards in two minutes and 20 seconds as Ramon Bloss puts that one in, making it a 28 to nothing game. We talked to Pierre. This week, Kevin, he did say uh, Thomas Jarman was their MVP, so to speak, so far this season. Yeah. But you can make an argument for Alex Schwartz, too, as he's come oh, up so could. big. He's made plays when they well, need to. Well, in this game, too, he's been, he's been great. He's picking up for the injury to Isaiah Webster, and obviously, obviously Darius Brown is stepping in and doing a nice job as well. A little update on the Woodgrove-Parkview game. Woodgrove leads 43 to nothing, And obviously Parkview with not the strongest football program. They do have a great soccer team, but Woodgrove, a good team, nevertheless. A great football program, too, year in and year out. Yeah. Will be a great game in two weeks, Kevin. That should be a good one as the Titans lead this one 28 to nothing with 2.28 to go in this first half. Ramon Bloss on a booted away from the 40. And this Titans sideline looks relaxed as ever with this 28 to nothing lead. Same with this. Same with these fans. I will say this. We haven't reached the second half yet, but the Riverside si the Riverside student section has yet to depart as Boss boots it down. Dawson Drake takes down the three-yard line. And another great job on special teams for the Titans. They stop Dawson Drake at the 19-yard line. First down for Riverside at the 19. Tackle made We're stopping him at the 19 by Jorge Rojas. Every time, great. Jorge Rawhoff, who's been great on special teams here for the Titans last week. He, d he did and make now a few plays last week. week. Yes. A little bit of unsung hero. Yeah. I wouldn't say hero, but he stepped up, made some big plays here. 2.22 to go, and if Riverside wants to get anything going and be in this game at all, they got to they gotta do something here. They go to the spread again, as always. Jackson barking out signals, and he takes it himself on the read option. Finds a seam there down to the far side, spinning off a defender, and he gets close to the first down. Maybe just a yard short, gets nine there. Tackle made by Chris Adu and company. So it's going to bring up second and inches. Chris Adu 
growing into his role as a defensive lineman now. Moved linebacker as Eric Blackwell has gotten the start over him. Well, we do have reports. He did he did mention it to us that he may be moving back to linebacker next not well after the bye week against against Woodgrove. So look for the rookie corner. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Jackson takes it on the read option up the middle. He breaks a few tackles, and he gets 10-plus as he drags a whole bunch of Dominion defenders along with him. But what you did see, Jaden Pierre on the near side alone with a Riverside receiver. And maybe they look to exploit that a little bit as Jaden Pierre is the rookie corner athletic but doesn't know all the fundamentals to the position yet. Okay, we haven't really seen it. Riverside air out the ball too much. Like no. we said, coming into this game, Jackson's going to look to ground and well, pound you. Well, two solid runs there from Jackson. Trips to the near side, 120 to go in this first half. He's back to pass, looking, throwing to the far side, and the receiver falls down incomplete. Second and 10 it'll bring up. Intend for Speroni again. Steve Zegbe again in on the, right there on coverage, Kevin. As reliable cornerback as there is for them. So 115 to go. You know what's interesting, Kevin, on that last touchdown, we really saw great enthusiasm enthusiasm by this whole Titans team. I'll tell you, when, was pumped. when this Titans team is up, it's up. But the question is, when they're down, what the, what the feeling is on that sideline and in the locker room. Second and ten. And they give up the middle to Bryant, who finds a seam. There he goes, first down and more. And he's met by George Richardson. He spins off of Richardson, gets a few more there. Down to the 38-yard line, first down. So Riverside putting together a little something with 105 to go. Tackle made by Darius Brown. Running a little bit of a hurry up here to try to catch the Titans' defense off guard. So first down and 10 from the 37-yard line. Jackson back to pass. Looking, he throws to the near side and just off the hands of Jack Selman, who was targeted quite a bit last week. That's Kyle Kavinsky in coverage again. 101 to go, just over a minute to go. Kevin, you touched on this, but it is true. We have not seen Dominion respond with from adversity very well so far this season. Mm -hmm. The few times they have been hit with it against Clark County, against South Lakes, they folded, Kevin, and they ended up losing both of those games. So a good team, but just struggle when they're down a bit. Second and 10 from the 38, Jackson throws a short pass to the near side, caught and pushed out of bounds by Kavinsky, down to the 31-yard line, going to bring up a third and manageable, third and five, Sam Weir in there. Fifty-five seconds left in this first half as they get out of bounds on that play. And they move over to the near side hash. So... Jackson gets the play, heads back to the huddle, and they break right away. Third and four. Titans coming with the heat. Jackson is pressured. He throws, and the ball nearly caught it, and it hits the ground. It is incomplete. Looks like they're probably going to go here with 51 seconds to go on this fourth not. and four. Yeah. In the in they have driven into Titans territory. Really don't have anything to lose here. Unless they have a kicker we don't know about <laughs> who, can, who can kick it 48 yards. That does speak to Ramon Bloss's timeout called on the field. That does speak to Ramon Bloss's reliability, Kevin, and really a weapon we have not seen from any other teams that they have played yet this season is the ability to have a kicker that can really 
kicked from distance. They made a f- he made a field goal, long field goal last week. Made a field yep. goal against yep. South Lakes and extra points. He does not miss those. Oh. I'll tell you what. I I need to stop calling those because I think everyone at home knows he's gonna put them through. Mm-hmm. So fifty one seconds. Again at ha- at the half, we do have J D Pierre and Coach Buckwalter for an interview. I don't think you'll want to miss. Fourth and four ensuing for Riverside, and I think this is the biggest play for their offense, Wyatt. It is, Kevin, and really the game here. Don't want to say that, but I'm going to say it. It's really the game here. If they don't, if they don't get a first down, you're right. you're put right. something on the board. No, you're right. Going into the second half with a 28 nothing deficit is very difficult. So fourth and four. Here we go. They line up in the spread. Biggest play of the game here for Riverside. Jackson takes a snap, looking far side immediately. He steps up. He's going to take off, and he does not get the first down. He's tackled by Jamari Robertson and Kyle Kavinsky, and the Titans are going to take over on downs with 46 seconds to go. A big-time stop for Robertson and Kavinsky. And that's great, Kevin, that we've seen the ability of the D-line to keep have an eye on the quarterback at all times as this is a running quarterback they Really keep an eye on him as he's stepped up a few times and Titans have been able to tackle him right away. So we near the end of the first half here. Titans may be thinking about taking a shot. I don't see why not. That rhymed. <laughs> Spread formation again. First and, first and ten from the 30-yard line. Jarman back to pass, rolling right away. He's stepping up, scrambling in the pocket, throws deep over the middle to George Richardson. Catch made. Richardson tackled down at the 41. Big time play. First down Titans. Coverage by Will Reed and tackle by Will Reed. Not before the damage is done. First down Richardson. First down Titans. We're going to run the hurry up here, and the Titan Buckwalter will take his second time out of the game. So it looks like Titans are looking to take a chance and extend this lead to 35 maybe. 31 at the least, Kevin. Yeah. With the, uh, leg with, of the, Bloss. with the leg of Bloss. I mean, you talk about him. He's he's kind of – we were mentioning unsung heroes. I mean, you got to mention him. I mean, the the weapon you have in yes. Bloss. Who and he won him a game last year with that Wood, Woodgrove playoff game, and he hit that long field goal to win it that just went over the uprights. So, I mean, his junior and senior year, this guy's a trooper. We'll try to get an inter- we will try to get an interview with him in the future later I know on everyone's been, been wanting that interview. And by everyone, I mean – our producer, Mr. Schwartz, he's been he's been really nagging us about the about the Ramon Bloss interview. Flynn's also wanted that interview for for a while. Me and White are stubborn. We like our Coach Buckwalter and JD interview. <laughs> playing it playing it safe. It is a fun one though. I'd like you guys to listen. Thirty thirty nine seconds to go here in this first half. Riverside coming with the heat, or so it seems they do. They throw down the field. Wide open is Richardson. He makes the catch, and he's tackled down to the five-yard line. He wasn't wide open. He had a defender right on him, and looks like the defender is hurt. Nevertheless, Richardson, Jarman to Richardson, makes a big play there, and he is tackled at the five. Looks like it's Will Reed down, and I believe he's grabbing his knee with 32 seconds to go, and Titans strike for a big one there. Showing no signs of, of, being able, of yeah. slowing up on offense, Kevin, and they really can move the ball at will. That's two straight plays for Jarman and two straight great throws. Stepping up in the pocket there. 
and hitting Richardson on both of those throws as well. So the Titans really emphasizing it. We did talk to Buckwalter about getting Richardson the ball. He got frustrated a little bit last week. Sat two series at, at the uh, end of the first half there. And he was, he was near absent last week. Only one reception for 21 yards. So, I mean, when you have a weapon like that, Buck did say he's going to be facing a lot of safety help, double coverage. He's going to be getting team's best corners as well. So. so, Will Reed is able to trot off under his own power. A little Tony Romo action, Kevin. What do you think? What kind of play do you think they're going to run here? You're the Tony Romo, Wyatt. I don't, I'm asking you that. I think it's going to be a little rollout for you Jarman. You really wanted me to say that, didn't you? <laughs> They're going back to the eye. They, they do go back to the eye. Chris Adu in at fullback and look to get look for them to give it to Wirtz here. It's a fumbled snap. It's a fumbled snap. Jarman is able to recover it. We haven't seen that all year. Timeout called, and Buckwalter is not so happy at all. They have to call the timeout there with 13 seconds to go. And we, we haven't seen him have any trouble with the snaps. I know I told my snap story. I, I used to have trouble with the snaps back in my Little League days. I don't want to talk about that. Touchy subject. 13 seconds to go. Jarman is still getting, like we said, getting used to that eye formation in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still no excuses for that botched snap there. Yeah, that's that true. Play. He does go under center much, much left and or much, much less. And the Titans use their last time out there. They have none left. So, so we'll see what they do here. Looks like they're probably going to go to the air, and that really hurts with that fumbled snap because they can't go to the ground. And, and use, use words as, as a, as a weapon. Be a shot towards the end zone. If not, what do you think they'll do here? One of those rollouts, right? Rollouts to the wide side of the field. You see Carlin going to go ahead and line up at the wideout position to the, to the near side, which is the wide side. Maybe get Carlin his first touchdown of the year, Kevin. Maybe Kavinsky. Kavinsky is in at the tight end position. And it's going to be Jarman and Adu. Adu at playing the tailback position. In the shotgun. It is a rollout. Jarman throws, and it's a touchdown. They do get Kyle Kavinsky, his first touchdown of the year, and it's going to be 34 to nothing. The Titans lead. Kavinsky punches it in from four. Titans pumped on the sideline, Kevin, and a great play call by Holland. I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I did say it's going to be a rollout right. I said that, yeah, I said that you too. You said that too. I said that before that play. I mean, so. I said it first, but... And you did say getting Kavinsky or Carlin the ball there, too. That yeah, they yeah, did. yeah. They got Kavinsky his first touchdown of the season. Eight seconds to go here in this first half. And it's a five-score game as Bloss puts it in. 35 to nothing now. Eight seconds left in the first half. So, again, we got a big, big... Big-time interviews coming your way. That drive was four plays, 70 yards, and the quickest one of the day, 38 seconds. Jarman now with 11. He's 11 for 15, 11 completions and 15 attempts, 222 yards, and four touchdowns. You got to lo look at Jarman and the touchdown record in a game. What is that, what is that record? I, I, it might be seven. I believe Donnie Gasser may have done. We'll figure that out for you guys. Drum really has looked efficient so far tonight, Kevin. So eight seconds here. 
Look for them to do a squig, squib kick. And it is a squib kick. Down to the 25-yard line. Taken by a Riverside player. Going out to the near side. Breaks a tackle. And he's pushed out of bounds at the 38-yard line. That's C.J. Butts who took it. And one second left on the clock. They run off seven there. So we'll see what they do. Maybe a knee. I don't see them taking a shot from towards the end zone here, Kevin, but... They do have two timeouts. <laughs> With one second to go. We'll see. We'll see. They decide to use them. First down and 10 from the 38. They line up in the spread, looking like they might take a shot here. Brian in at the tailback position, and they throw a quick screen pass. And tackle made at about the 45. Flagged down after some extracurricular play. But they that'll really don't want the first half to end. Kevin. They do not. They do not. Ref just sorting this out. As there was some extracurriculars there. Titans seem to be walking back to their sideline. And that's going to end the half. But a lot of what we expected here from this Titan offense, Wyatt. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, the ground game has been there. The, run, the passing game has been there. And even Wirtz getting in on the receiving game, like I said. But, you know, this offense has really, really played well so far, putting up 35 points in, in a half against not the worst team they're going to face all year in this conference. But, nonetheless, great half by the Titans, Kevin. So I don't know what happened there, but they're going to end the half. The flag must have been discarded, if you will, but the Seneca Ridge dance team is going to perform, and we're going to not perform. We're going to give you some interviews that we pre-recorded earlier this week. 35 Welcome to nothing. Welcome to the halftime show of Dominion Titan football. We're Riverside. We are joined again by coach, head coach, Carl Buckwalter, coach, thanks for joining us again. It's always a pleasure. Sure, it's great. You guys, it's a great show. A lot of people are uh, wanting you guys to go to every game. Hopefully, we'll keep you on the air for a long, long time. All right, coach. So, I think one thing I've noticed, and me and Kevin probably have noticed um, throughout this season, is that we've seen a lot of different identities to this Titans football team. We've seen some team, some games you guys have really beat teams through the air, and then you got games like last week where you've beaten them on the ground game, and defensively you guys seem to differ on strengths every week. But what do you think your team's identity really is? Well, it's a it's a phase that we've been pushing our kids, and I'm glad you said that because we just had a meeting on Monday, and we talked about that. Um, but we haven't put it all together in one game, mm -hmm. and that's where, you know, that's – what we're shooting for. I mean, I guess that's what every team is playing for. But if if and when or when that happens, we're going to be a really, really good team down the road. So Heritage head coach, head coach talked a little bit about how you guys need to get George the ball more. Uh, what ways can you do that this week, and how do you combat the defenses that face him? Well, George is a receiver that he's going to always have you know, one in it probably in his face and one over the top. And it's just something that's going to end up happening. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, we have other, you know, receivers. Mm -hmm. And we'll, yep. we're able to go to them. So they put two over George and you got somebody else open. I mean, that's just common sense football. 
and that's how we combat it. Now, I'll still take George with two people on him, yeah. you know, every day. But it's one of those things where schematically they line up, and we see it. You know, we just got to go somewhere else. But uh, George is George will get open, and he'll have his catches, and he'll get his touches, and that's why he's one of the best in the state. Mm-hmm. He's playing on a Thursday night. Any more difficult? You lose a day of preparation it, with it, these injuries. It is a you know more of a you know a hurry up to get everything in, but mm-hmm. basically it's one of those things where my theory of even in life is I never worry about what I don't have and can't control. I only worry about what I do have mm-hmm. and can't control. They have you know they have the same amount of time as we do, so it is what it is. So, coach, how many years have you been coaching high school football? Thirty-two. So you've been coaching for thirty-two years now. We're heading right to the midpoint, midway point of the season with the bye week coming up next week. What keeps you motivated as a coach in just continuing this uh, just, career? Just the fact of getting better and getting a, a, a bunch of kids to turn into a team and turn into a unit that is successful and they grow in different ways. Whether you know, It's not just about winning, it's just about getting better and competing. And I think that's what keeps or drives me um, to continue. I mean, I've been doing it since 1986, and I'm just going to continue to do it until I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. So I'll have a blast. And this, like I said yeah. in our earlier stuff, this is my 10th year here. Um, I love staying here in Kings Dominion. I plan on being here. So what parts of Riverside do you think you can expose, and what are the more difficult difficulties in facing an upset-minded team like Riverside? Well, we just talk about what we can control. We view this as another championship game. That's how we viewed going into Heritage. Uh, we're the defending Dulles district champs, and um, everybody, you know, has to play each other. And, and our goal is ultimately to get to the playoffs and control our own destiny and not worry about you know, somebody's yeah. got to beat somebody else and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we just view it as another championship game, and uh, you know that's what we we preach on. So, Coach, with hitting this midway point of the season, how do you keep your team motivated down the stretch and just maybe build off of what you've done so far this season and just improve and get ready for uh, the hopeful playoffs, playoff run? Well, what I did already is Monday we we had like a crossroads meeting because we're at the crossroads of the season because we're in our district play. So I count down the work days, and I – and I always have done this. I tell the seniors basically how many day, work days they have left in their high school career. Mm-hmm. We're down to 15, which is basically I tell them, you're a little over two weeks worth of work now because we go Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Those are the major work, so we only count those three days. So basically, I'm their conscious is what I told them. Okay, So we're asking them to do work for mm-hmm. what now? A week and a day? Mm-hmm. And I try and bring in a reality check that, holy buckets, we, we started December 12th and we're already down to maybe a week and a day. And if we do it right, yeah. we'll get another three days. So it's one of those things. So I try and, and, and educate them on that. So, Coach, um, one problem I think appeared last week was some thinness in your defensive depth. A lot of guys are getting hurt. Kobe Clays was already out with an injury and you started – really digging deep into the bench. How do you guys keep guys that don't normally play prepared and just ready to at all times for it? Because anything can happen. Well, we got to get them, we get them ready during the, um, during the week. We have to get them ready during the week and we give them reps. So 
it, you know, we don't want to put a kid in a situation where he hasn't practiced that. So we try to get him all the reps where we possibly can. So that's how we get them going. And then they, they jump in and they do a nice job. We got to coach them up. It's our job. We don't yeah. want to put a kid in a situation that they're not going to be successful. Let's just pull yeah. coaching. All right, Coach, thank you for joining. Sure. Oh, can I give a shout-out? You sure can. Go ahead. My sister, Sugar Bear. She lives in Fairfax, and uh, she's another faithful listener. And uh, Pitt lives in Florida, and, of course, my daughter in Kentucky. Thanks a lot, guys. Awesome. Also joined with us is J.D. Pierre. J.D. Pierre, the Temple University commit. J.D., always a pleasure to have you on here. I believe it's your second time joining us. It is, it is. Yes, sir. JD, so just wanted to know, we're getting to that mid midway point of the season, like yes. I talked with with uh, Coach Buck. Yes. Um, locker room guys are so important, um, I feel like, to football teams. And who do you have in that locker room that are really just good at keeping things loose, keeping things fun um, during the season? Ah, uh, well, uh, Kyle Kavinsky. I'm going to go back to him, you know, all-star, you know, uh, one of the best athletes at Dominion. Uh, he, he doesn't say much, but his... You know the way he presents himself. You know his posture, his his, his facial expressions are Kids are great facial expressions. Yes, they're all, they're all for uh, for business. Yeah. And uh, I guess Chris Adu, you know our senior, uh, young Adu uh, Productions. He, funny uh, guy. Funny guy. Yeah, hilarious. He he keeps he keeps the morale you know morale uh, up. You yeah. know. Sure. So uh, you know those two guys. I mean they're opposites, but with with people in the mix from Kyle to mix of uh, Chris Adu or. Uh, has the team in a positive, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes it a championship team. J.D., yes. can you talk a little bit about your, your brother and how he, his impact this year on this team? Uh, well, Jaden and our receivers, of course, are... Speak about Jaden. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jaden, uh, he he, he's a playmaker when he gets the ball in his hands. He has... Yeah. I have roughly like 15 catches on the season already yeah. midway through. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good because Thomas spreads the ball around. So uh, yeah. mm -hmm. I won't say he's a leading uh, with the catches on the team, but uh, he, uh, he he's a leader. You know, he's a leader by what he does, but not what he says. So yeah. uh, every practice he goes hard. He always says he doesn't, he doesn't feel like he has a down practice. He, everything he does is crisp and uh, to the point. Uh, he he always runs. He, al he always leads by example. That's yeah. what I'm getting to. Uh, he... He's a he's a great player, you know. Mm -hmm. Great brother, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, just he he's one of the reasons why we're catalyst, you know, we're we're getting better. Catalyst. Yes, yes, very much so. All right, JD. So you guys are three and two so far. What has been the highlight of this young, or the midway point of this season, JD? Well, um, I'm going back to uh, Thomas Jarman. You know, I I said previous, you know, before you know, prior to the season beginning, I said he will be the best quarterback and. Uh, mm -hmm. He said it. You said it on here. I did, yes. And he's looking. He's looking phenomenal. You know, he he's broke two records, and and which he, ones? He has twenty one completions in a game, which out whoever I think Donnie Gasser has, yeah. yeah. And then he had yards. He had like three hundred nine or two hundred ninety three, something like that. Mm -hmm. So he's just doing. He's doing a hell of a job. You know, he's he's really orchestrating the offense well, and um, having uh, having Coach Holland play calling easily. You know, so. So and he can really scramble. He's looking really athletic. So I I want to say he's kind of like the person that holds the highlights on the team because he's yeah. he's the one you know pushing the ball forward and have the 
having the balls rolling our way. So. So JD, last game we saw you. Uh, you had a chance to take one of the house there. I did. I did. Talk a little bit about that. Were you thinking? Uh, were you thinking Enzo the whole time? <laughs> well, uh, you know, through the years I've uh, got heavier, so to speak, and. Uh, I was always preaching Enzo, and I was trying to just hold on to the ball, yeah. rather. And I think I went down for like the 40, like the 9-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was some distance, and uh, I kind of lost some burn towards the end. <laughs> I lost like a third of my tank throughout the whole game. So just, I was I, I, I was happy, you know, I was blessed to be in, this, in the position. A, hey, it was a great play. It was Thank a great you. Play. Thank you. Yeah, I was blessed to be in the position to, you know, get the fumble, get the fumble recovery and, you know, try to go distant, go, try to go dirt yard, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but uh I couldn't, unfortunately, but we put a we put we put I put my offense in a great position to yeah. uh, score the next play with Absolutely. Alex up the middle. So, so JD, you talked about Thomas sort of in a way being the MVP so far this year for you guys. But who offensively and or defensively has surprised you maybe that you didn't really think was going to step up um, this season? Well, I uh, always joke around with the sophomore Trey Hayes. You mm -hmm. know, I always say he's the all star on the team because you know coaches always have him doing everything. So. Uh, he's he has I think three picks on the season and a couple touchdowns under his belt as well and he uh, he he's doing really great he's doing big things you know offensively and defensively and if he keeps it up there's no reason why he he can't go down go down as one of the best. Also another great athlete here at to me and JD I want to talk a little bit about yourself. We did ask a few questions uh, to Kyle earlier th or uh, I'm sorry last week Johnson. Kyle, no, yeah, Kyle Kaminsky, last week, uh, about his preparation for the game. How do you prepare for the game? Well, for a uh, game. Yeah, so uh, in school, you know, it all starts at school, and I, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of like in a like laid back, you know, sure. in a way I don't really talk as much, but mm -hmm. I still you joke around, you know, me, you know, I already know. But uh, when it comes game time, when it comes, you know, two hours after the game, I'm kind of like silent, I don't really talk to mm -hmm. everybody, so I just kind of like, Get ready for the game, uh, you know, mentally, and then uh, on the field, I uh, I really just like let all those all those voices that I like didn't you know talk to. Thank you. I let, I let all all the uh, all the words come out on the field. I, I you know you can ask Kyle. I sometimes sing, you know. I I sometimes sing. Yeah. I always talk to people. So uh, all that silence before the game is is uh, unleashed during the game. You feel me? What's your What's your favorite pregame meal? Pregame meal. Well. Uh, we I don't have it as much. I saw a question, but I, I I don't have it as much. But uh, two or three two or three times I get Subway. Okay. Yes, sir. Shout out Subway. Um, I usually I get you know for well, free advertising. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we don't do that here. Oh, yeah. so, Go ahead and take that back for me. No Subway. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So I usually you know foot long flatbread with some <laughs> turkey, ham, bacon, you know, and uh, American cheese. And you know, for people that know me, I get a lot of ranch. I drench it down, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's that's the ideal meal, but I don't always have it. So, Jay, last week Alex Wirtz rushed rushed for a school record. What was it? Over uh, over two eighty, almost yeah. three hundred yards. Yes, sir. There. Yes, sir. Um, we really saw the offensive line play better than it has all season in the run game. What what do you think uh, you can attribute to that performance from your offensive line? How do you keep that going? Uh well. We had a uh, we had our freshman coach, Coach Metro, come back into okay, yeah. so and he and he kind of helped us with the scheme of you know running and we kind of switched the way we we run because we kind of went from angle blocking to straight down blocking as mauling kids so um, so the difference really showed and it really prevailed Alex's game and made him made him look like a you know 
a, a good player, a great mm-hmm. player, and broke the record with Dante Reeves. So, uh, but I also had the line, and we all opened the polls, and we looked great that game. So we're looking to carry it on for the rest of the season. Awesome. Well, JD, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Next is the second half of Dominion against Riverside. We'll be back. Hello, we are back. Uh, you are listening to DHS Press Network. Kevin DiDominico is still coming back from his halftime festivities. Uh, the Titans are up 35 to nothing as they start warm-ups here for the second half. And Kevin is joining me now. Kevin, welcome back. What were you doing there? I got caught up with some uh, some parents talking to me about some of your fans about the great about the great first half. I'm sorry. I hope everyone enjoyed that that interview with with Pierre and Buck Walter though. I was listening myself and I did like a lot of the things we said. A little stats update: George Richardson in that first half had four catches, 102 yards, Kevin, and two touchdowns. Big day for the All Conference wide receiver. Well, just the day we're looking for from. From Richardson, and he almost on cue. Yeah, 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 and he really shows up just when we when we question his ability to to get the ball and come down with it on those toss up plays. He he does just that on a day like today, with just over a minute to go in this halftime. Kevin, you know we have dealt with a lot of injuries throughout this season. Our the t- this Titan football team has. And, you know, we talked to Coach Buck about how, how tough it is keeping guys ready. And like he said in that first half, and he just said it's all on the coaches. And that's a lot of trust in his staff just to keep guys ready and keep guys prepared to go into the game at all time. All, all times with these defensive back injuries, you know, you get, we had Andrew Buckner go in the game yeah. last week without playing a single snap on defense all this year. So Wirtz. With 106 total yards on the day, receiving and he does have that receiving touchdown, that big rushing. play in the in the first half. Kevin, we got playoff baseball next week. Uh, the first game, I believe, was set up. the ma- The matchup was the Cubs against the Nationals. Mm-hmm. Kevin, both my teams, both your teams. I am a Cubs fan. I don't really. I, you know what? I'm a, I would say Nationals are the number one team. Cubs are the number two team. But little internal well, showdown. I'll tell you what, on. my dad's from Chicago, and he's a big Cubs fan. He kind of instilled that that in me. And you know what? After they won last year, I'm really looking for for a Nats World Series. I'm, I've been a diehard Nats fan. Um, little backstory on on my diehard Nats fan ism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was ten, I I uh, submitted a a audio clip of me announcing the Nationals lineup to the Washington Post, and I won a contest to go announce with the radio broadcasters. And you did do it. Of, of the Nationals. I did do it. I was, I, was a, I was really nervous. I was a nervous wreck, I'll tell you what, when I was 10 years old. Look where you are now, up in that Up in that broadcast booth, but I, I think it really gave me a motivation to be there maybe someday as interesting look here. There were those penalties, yeah. Kevin, at the end of that first half. Seemingly against the Titans, so the Riverside will push their uh, field goal unit, uh, kickoff, cr- unit. kickoff unit across to the opposing 45. So we'll see what they do here. Maybe an onside kick. And no, they boot it deep. 
into the end zone, and it's going to be a touchback. Trey Hayes takes it that. right near the eye. From Riverside. You know, you got you to you come up yeah. with a big play. You're down 35 nothing. You oh, you got to well capitalize on those penalties. With that exactly. An onside kick at the least, maybe a squib kick. We did have this issue um, against Falk here, Kevin. It's when to pull these starters. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And I well, I do believe at 35, it's a, is it a, I believe at 35 it's a running clock or 42. Might be, yeah. We'll, we, we will know. Well, we'll see, obviously. In time. Yeah. We'll see. So a dude comes in back in at the fullback position. And Thomas Jarman and company trying to tack on to this 35 to nothing lead. Here, first down and 10 from the 20-yard line. Line up in the I formation. We've seen quite a bit of that. I think the most all season in one game. Jarman takes a snap, gives up the middle to Wirtz. Wirtz spins off a defender and gets about three there. Look to see a lot of that from the Titans, just ground and pound, run some clock off. Alex Gonzalez swung Wirtz down there, and it's going to bring up a second and seven. Also, you could see the Titans use this time to run some different plays, different formations they haven't normally used this yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Get more comfortable with it in an in-game scenario. We already see some of these other guys coming in. They give Brown the look at running back right away on the second play of this drive. Second and seven. They give, they give up the middle to Brown, who gets a nice block, spins off a guy at the 29-yard line, and pushes forward to the 35. First down, Titans. And it's a 12-yard run. Sam Weirin knocks Brown down, not before the damage is done for the Titans. First down at the 35-yard line. We've seen the speed from Brown. Um, so far this year, Kevin, but he's also got great strength, great power in those legs, too, to keep yeah. driving. So they go twins to the right, and then Pierre is bunched in tight in the slot position. At the far side, wide out position is Trey Hayes. Wirtz back in at the tailback. Jarman takes a snap. He's got immediate pressure, and he's sacked. Alex Gonzalez comes up with a big sack down at the 28-yard line. And the first sack of the day for the Rams... Jarman could not evade that, and it's going to bring up a second and a whole bunch, second and 18. Yeah, Kevin, they're great pressure by the Riverside defensive front. Titans not great in pass play protection there. Jarman almost ran into, the, ran into his own guy as Riverside gave a great push into the second level. So all of a sudden there's already less than 10 minutes to go here in the third quarter, and we haven't seen the clock stop just yet. Riverside looks like they're coming at the heat. They lay off now as Steve Zegbe gets the carry, and he's pushed back by a whole bunch of Riverside defenders led by Aiden Kofori. And another big loss for the Titans. Loses, they lose three now. It's going to bring up a third and 20. So in that four-play sequence, they went three runs, one pass attempt. It got sacked on that, Kevin. So you see what the Titans' strategy is here in the second half as it is third down and 19. Now, third and 20 at the 26-yard line. They go to the spread here. Pass. Passing down here. Riverside coming with the heat. And they don't. They lay off. It's a screen pass to Trey Hughes, who finds a seam down the far side. Breaks a tackle down to the 40. Across the 50, and he's got running room. Down the 40, now down to the 35. He's going to go all the way. Touchdown, Titans. Touchdown, Trey Hayes on the screen pass. And on the third and 20, Trey Hayes takes it the distance. 41 to nothing. The Titans lead. Trey Hayes just dusted those Riverside corners there. Hold on. Great blocking by some receivers. I think that was... Flag down at the end of the play. I do think those penalties, Kevin, are for the celebration the Titans had. As they were very excited. But 
I did talk about getting the ball to Trey Hayes in space right there, and he just showed his raw athleticism, Kevin, and the speed there. He just he dusted, dusted yeah, dusted two or three Riverside secondary members. I'll tell you what, Trey Hayes has has gained my respect tonight as, as an underclassman, and he's really come out and just played such a big role role position for this Titans offense. He's really come up big for them all season, Kevin, and you saw that touchdown last week against Heritage, and he, he just makes plays on offense for them and I on think defense. in terms of athleticism, he's, athleticism he's, type of, he's a type of Kyle Kavinsky type player, kind of a do-it-all guy, a guy Buck, Buck likes to use in a lot of positions as, as he holds the extra points for the Titans too and the field goals as Bloss puts it in a 42-0 lead, and that drive was three minutes and four seconds, five plays, 80 yards starting from the 20-yard line. And a nice drive there after some stalling. Mm -hmm. A and sack Kevin, and a So it's interesting to see loss. if we will get a running clock now that it is a 42-0 yeah. lead. But Trey Hayes, the super sophomore, as many of his teammates call him, mm -hmm. also on defense plays a big role, covers the whole field at safety, and he really doesn't make mistakes. He's a sure tackler. He's had four inter interceptions this year. Like I said, I feel like they need to continue to get him the ball in space more often as a receiver, of course. So you may have heard in the interview, but when we caught up with Buck, we asked him about all these injuries and guys stepping up. He has more of a next man up mentality. He knows injuries do happen in football. Um, which is why in these practices they got they try to get uh, these backups as many reps as they can get to simulate a game formation a game uh, situation. Again, this this type of game is good. You know, you would always be fortunate to have these blowout wins, but when you do have them, it is great to get those guys in, get them game experience, especially with all the injuries they've had so far this so year. So Bloss on the kick it away from the 25 after that penalty, and he kicks it deep down to the 15. It's fumbled and recovered there. By the Riverside. Return men, and there he goes. Down to the 40, across the 50. And it's a foot race now down to the 30. And what a surprise. Number 10. Uh, number 18, number 18. Number 18, Dawson Drake takes it to the house. And a very surprising defensive breakdown special there. Teams special breakdown, teams breakdown. And, and I will say that penalty from the Titans on that celebration from Trey Hayes, um, uh, from on that Trey Hayes touchdown did cost them as they were pushed back 15 yards on that kickoff and he feel, was able to field that at the 20 get a full head of steam and great blocking from the Riverside special teams yeah. return, return unit a surprise up here in the booth and seems like just a breakdown there and a stat that will surprise many of you here after they try to put this extra point in they do 42 to 7 Titans lead now that is the first touchdown given up at home this year for the Titans. Quite the run there. As you see a frustrated Trevor Carlin, who is not happy. I believe he is trying to claim there was a penalty somewhere in there. Nevertheless, that Riverside gets on the board. No, you got to be frustrated there, Kevin. It was that costly penalty. Unsportsmanlike conduct for the celebration there, Kevin. And a lot of Titans are frustrated. We were raving about the special teams unit all throughout the first half, but gave just give a big play there, Kevin. 
So 42-7 now. Titans looking rather distraught after they lose the shutout. Their first, second chance to return. A kickoff here. Trey Hayes, Alex Wirtz, and Steve Zegby back to return it here. 8.34 to go. And I believe we're still on a running clock situation. So the kick from the 40 is an onside kick. And there's a flag down. But that definitely caught the Titans by surprise as well. So Riverside coming out with a little bit of energy here. They did come out with that onside kick, Kevin, but it looks like a few of them were offside. So the execution not there on that onside kick. Great decision, though. I, I like they the definitely, play call. Yeah, they definitely caught the Titans off guard. They're going to have to re-kick at the 35. And the Titans front line not moving up. Just yet, and now they finally do. 8.27 to go. And a silent Titans crowd after that. After that uh, kickoff return. All you can hear is the cheerleaders cheering on this Titan football team as they boot it all the Great way down kick. to the six-yard line. Wirtz takes it. Wirtz is dangerous from this position. Makes a cut, now running down to the near side, now runs upfield, breaking a few tackles, breaking, <laughs> I want to say, six or seven tackles down to the 44-yard line. What a nice run there from Alex Wirtz. Simon Weirin is able to come up with the tackle there. And the running clock is, we can confirm, in place. The clock is running, and the ball is dead here. 7.54 to go in this third quarter. 38-yard return there from Wirtz, and we have seen him Proved deadly from that position, like you said, Kevin, as he had that return against Clark County in the first game of the year. He's got that running back vision. He can really see those holes in front of him on the return on the return team. Spread formation here. You see that same look with Pierre bunched in tight at the slot position. They give up the middle to Wirtz, who trips up. And now fighting for a few yards there. Gets about four. A tough run there for Wirtz. You know, I think it is important that, Kevin, that you get a running back that can complement Wurtz as he is more of a power guy. As he exits the game here. Runs in between the tackles, still busts big plays and uses his speed, but getting a running back that can use his speed more to get outside could really cause havoc for defenses yeah. down the stretch. Yep. Darius Brown in at the running back position now. Maybe he's that guy. A shifty guy. Unlike Wurtz, not as much of a downhill runner. They go to a toss play to the far side for him. He makes a cut, running down to the far side, and he's tackled for a loss of one. He ran mostly laterally there, and he loses one, getting up a third and seven. As an offensive coordinator, Wyatt, what are you thinking of doing with a 42-7 to lead and this running clock? I mean, are you going to the air at all, or are you looking most to your run game and trying to try out some different looks? in that run game. Well, I do agree with Holland's strategy so far here, Kevin, and if you are going to go to the air, I mean, I think you throw the sh a short, quick route. Yeah, some screen plays. Guaranteed completions, if you will. Third and seven, they're going to go to the eye here. Jarman takes snap. It's a toss play to Zegby. Zegby running along the near side, finds a seam. Nice block there from Chris Adu, and he breaks it loose. Down to the 30, and he's tripped up at the 22. Great block from Adu. And there's a flag down. A great... Designed toss there from the I formation. Textbook blocking. It's the best 
toss play I've seen in terms of blocking and running vision from the Titans all year. They will go back from with the penalty. Kevin. Holding is the call. Zegbe did show bursts of speed on that play. As we are getting updates, Woodgrove is up 50 to nothing against Parkview. Blowout there. And Thursday night football color rush game. The Packers are up early, seven to nothing against the Bears. Not a good sign for our Bears, Wyatt. It's a long game. I'll tell you what, they are having a quarterback situation over there. Wyatt really wants Mitch Trebinsky. We'll talk to more about that. We'll talk more about that in a second, Kevin. Third and twelve. Riverside has to be careful of Jarman on his feet here. They're coming with the heat from the linebacker position. He's got time, picked up, throws over the middle to Gavinsky, side swipes the defender, gets the first down, now stiff-arming. Down to the 37-yard line, first down. And they have been great on third down tonight. That's Nathan Ayub on the defense and the tackle. But Wyatt, talk a little bit about Mitch and Mike, Mike Glennon. You know, I like the decision to go trade up and get Mitch there. And, you know, Mike Glenn hasn't Trubinsky. played as well as I think they thought, but there's going to be a time and place for them to put in their number two overall draft pick, Kevin. 4.53 to go. Jarman takes snap back to pass, looking to the near side, now to the far side, now rolling out to the near side, throwing, and it's just out of reach of Kyle Kavinsky at the 30-yard line. And an extended play there from Jarman. On that previous play by Kavinsky there, you ran a great route. And also made a great move. Made the defender fall down there with a little cutback. So the Titans driving here. Trying to regain their 42-point lead in the third quarter with just under four and a half minutes to go at the 37-yard line. They go line up in the eye. Richardson back in the game here. Richardson at the wideout position to the far side and Carlin to the near side. It's that same toss play to Zegby. Running along the near side. Gets a nice block from Adu again. And not as... Lethal as a run there. Gets about four. Bring up a third and six. That's Aiden Kofori, the senior, bringing down Zegby, who walks to the sideline, and it's going to be Wirtz, the main back, back in the game. Chris Adu has done a great job, I think, at fullback. Yeah, yeah. Running has. the new position, and he's really has followed his assignments so far, and he's found the right guys to block, play in and play out. Third and seven. They go to the eye again. Wirtz is the back. Adu still the full back. They go up the middle to Wirtz. Bounces it outside to the far side. Now cutting back to the middle of the field. And he runs over a Riverside defender. And he gets about four. It's going to bring him fourth down. Do they test Ramon Bloss's leg here at the 31-yard line? 48 yards it'd be. Would be interesting to see. How, what, I mean, why not try that? It's an in-game I mean, yeah. in kick. But it looks like they're going to keep the offense out. The more safe play is to keep the offense out. But I don't know. It's a crazy idea there. Mm -hmm. Fourth and four. They're going for it here. All the starters in. Jarman takes snap throws. Quick play to, to Jaden Pierre, who breaks the tackle right near the sticks. And if he didn't break that tackle, I don't think he'd get the first down, but he does. Down to the 25-yard line. First down, Titans. And they're going to continue on this drive. Nathan Ayub came up with a stop. Great play design, Kevin, but I also don't see the issue with going to Bloss there. I mean, you know you have the risk of getting a kick blocked like you always do, but 
Get him, getting Blossom in game scenario, long field goal kick w could come, could play a big so role. So an update: Thomas Jarman has broke his previous yards record. He's at 317 now as they give up the middle to Darius Brown, who finds a nice block now, bouncing it outside of the near side, and he's wrapped up by a Riverside defender in C.J. Butts. That is interesting, Kevin. The Titans cannot stop breaking records as Jarman just broke I his mean, own. I mean, really? I'll tell you what, this class of 18, I said it earlier, it's a record-breaking class. <laughs> a little bit of bias all there. Around, all <laughs> that is very true. All around the, the school and, and for this football team. We are 18. That is the motto of the 2018 class. They give up the middle here to Wirtz, who finds a nice seam. Nice block there again <laughs> again from Richardson as the ball is stripped loose. The ball is stripped loose. They're, they're calling him down. The line just called him down. Another ref hit comes in and points to Riverside. But it looks like it's going to be they Dominion did call football. Him down, Kevin. It looks like it's going to be Dominion football. You know, it's we have Alex seen Gonzalez ripped it out there. That's two weeks in a row. We, I mean, Words, Heritage yeah. has done that, but you, you put those fumbles on film. And teams are going to start targeting that. Yeah, exactly. Good, good, better teams. There's a flag down here for something with 56 seconds to go in the third quarter. And be sure to visit dhspress.com for all your Titan news you need to know. You talk about Alex Wirtz. He was our athlete of the week. His record-breaking performance sure deserved that honor. Absolutely. On DHS Press Network or dhspress.com. Titans are going to get... Uh, but I don't believe I don't know what the penalty is, but I they're gonna. I believe move it ahead. was some sort of arguing penalty, Kevin. I don't know. Yeah, I am speculating, but Riverside sideline was fuming with the call of Wartz being down there. And there's a timeout called. And their coach is still on the field, coming out arguing with the ref. Not happy. So, looking at the DHS press articles, I heard from DHS press. That the locally owned tea break was good. Our producer, Mr. Schwartz, raves about it just about every class. Tells us to check it out. We should go check Rush that out. Spotlight. Yeah, we before, should, maybe before one of our broadcasts. We've been hitting Pollo Peru a lot. Pollo Peru is a great restaurant to go to, especially if you live around this Dominion area. Yeah. Great food, Kevin. I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a bit of a sleeper. It is. It's slept on from a lot of people. That you want to go to Chick-fil-A after school, but... I'll tell you what, Puyo Peru has, has some right nice, down the road. Not, right some down nice the road options. It is. It is. And it never disappoints either. So, But be sure to check out DHS Press articles, all the news you need to know around Dominion and around your community. First down and 10 from the 12-yard line. Jarman takes it. He gives it up the middle to Wirtz, who is held on by, by the blitzing defensive end, and he's now piled on from a whole lot of defensive line of the Rams. He gets about four there. Second and six. 22 seconds to go and that has been quite the quick third quarter as there has been a running clock. And we'll see if they run one last play. 12 seconds to go. It's going to be a second and six. Looks like they are. They hustle out to their positions with six seconds to go. It's a race against time now to get it off before the third quarter. They give up the middle to Brown, and he finds a seam. He's in as time expires in the third quarter. Darius Brown gets his first touchdown with this varsity Titans team, and that's a special one. The Titans now lead 48-7 to as we head in to the fourth quarter.
with that, we're going to go ahead and pause for station identification after this extra point from, um, from Ramon Bloss. I think you can guess what's going to happen to this, though, Kevin. <laughs> I don't, don't want to jinx it. You know what? I'm not going to call it here. If I, if I don't say anything, we know what happened. Yep. Won't say anything. 49 to he 7. He made it. He made it. <laughs> 49 to 7 Titans lead at the end of the third quarter. As now we will go to station identification. This is DHS Press Network. You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. We are back. Fourth quarter, 49 to 7. Titans with a commanding lead and the running clock has been implemented. The last drive for the Titans was 11 plays for 56 yards in a long one. Seven minutes and 54, which is mostly attributed to the running clock, which ran a lot of time off that clock. So, Wyatt, I can't not bring it up here. The Chipotle queso. Talk to me about what happened there. That was big news, Kevin, around here because Chipotle is popular in Northern Virginia, but... You know, they had some of those health issues in the summer. They did. A lot of people getting sick, and they came out with queso to try to cover up their name. <laughs> I've tried a lot of queso in my day. I know you have, too. I'll tell you what. We are very passionate about our, our, queso, uh, our queso rankings, if you will. Rio Grande's definitely in the mix. Um, California Tortilla, if you've Mose. been there, is in the mix. Moe's. But Chipotle. Disappointed. It, is, to say the least, it, it to disappointed. Say the, to say the least, Chipotle definitely disappointed. Um and you know what? You can't say that about many things at Chipotle. As Blas boots it away from the 40, it's a squib kick, the second of this game, fumbled by number 34, C.J. Butts, but he picks it up and he falls on it right away at the 19-yard line. I will say, it's almost like a novelty at this point, Chipotle queso, Kevin, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to get it every time I go. I'm <laughs> maybe a small one. Well, Wyatt, see, that, that makes me confused because <laughs> if you're getting it every time you go, you obviously like it. If, I mean, you're looking at the, sal the salsa, what do you think about the Chipotle salsa? You obviously don't have much confidence in that. Well, I mean, if you're going to the queso, which is not as great. The Chipotle salsa is great. I do get it as Campos more on my meal. Limps off the field. That's not a good sign. Looks like off on his own power. So not not a terrible loss there. We'll see if, if he goes back in the game here. First down and 10 for Riverside at the 20-yard line. They give, No, they don't. It's a play-action fake. And screen passes over the head of Simon Weirin. We have quite a few new players in on the secondary right now, Kevin. we got number 26, Mike Salas, just entered the game. Number 14, Michael Perello was playing cornerback at that position, but he is a middle linebacker. Chris Adu in at the end. Number 65, Nader Dejani is also in the game, along with um, Jimmy Christ, J Jamari Robinson, and Chris Adu on that. And the special teams captain, Andrew Buckner, is also in at cornerback at the far side. So getting those guys some reps is good. We'll look at that going forward, Kevin. So they go trips to the left, trips to the far side, and Jackson's going to take it himself. A nice run there, held onto by Chris Adu, gain of seven. I want to go back to the to queso, Kevin. It, it disappointed in that it wasn't excellent. It's not bad. So it's not like I'm not going to eat You know it. what? I've had it once, and I was, I was, I was disappointed, but I'll t I probably was expecting a whole lot more. has a little bit of a kick to it. That I didn't expect. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that's enough. I think we've, queso talk I think we've talked too much about it. <laughs> honestly, honestly. 9.58 to go. 
just under 10 minutes. And Jackson takes a snap back to pass, looking, pump fakes, now spins off a rusher, now looking, rolling out, and he spins off another rusher, and the ball is out. He's sacked, and the ball is out, and Alex Wurtz recovers, and the Titans score. Titans. A huge play on defense now. Alex Wurtz picks up the fumble at the 14-yard line after the strip sack from Chris Adu. And the Titans take a 55-7 lead. That is great for Chris Adu to get that big play for his confidence on the D-line, Kevin. And Wurtz being the type of playmaker he is always around the ball there, is able to just scoop and score it. So... Exciting news here. It's 55 to 7, but exciting news. Trying to make it 55, 56 to 7 with this block extra point, and they do. So exciting news here and exciting news at DHS Press. They are the first newspaper class. We are. Yes, we are also members of I'm the sorry, DHS yes, Press. we are the newspaper. first newspaper class in the country to partner with PBS and will serve as a digital learning lab contributing to segments for the PBS News Hour, which is huge. I mean, they came I'll to class what, today, Kevin. And they it, did. It was very interesting to see kind of how a professional newscast is set up. And we saw all the equipment. Got able, we were able to try it out a little bit. Great good experience. E good experience. Talking about fake news today. And the generation of fake news is upon us. You know, that was also Mr. Schwartz will get the Initiative of the Week Award. Oh, we do give that out. Wide had that, had that last week with his work on our broadcasting team, but... Just a great... Give credit a gr where credit is due. Mr. Schwartz does deserve the Yeah, he does. Of the I'll tell you award. what. Great things happening with DHSPress.com. A great atmosphere. Great great people running it. So, Always got to thank Ryan Flynn for being up here. Helping us out. He's been mediocre at best tonight. <laughs> but hey, what can you expect? Expect the best from Ryan. 9.39 to go. And counting another squib kick. Fielded by Butts at the 25. Now running upfield, the nice return breaks a couple tackles and down to the 39-yard line across the 35. So Trey Hayes tried to strip the ball out there. A little update on the Packers-Bears Thursday night game. Packers are up now 14-0. I don't know what, I'll tell you what, what the scores were. I'm going to go ahead and ask Mr. Schwartz to stop giving updates on that game because I'll be honest, I don't think it's going to get any better. No that offense. Is, that is just going to make me more frustrated on air as well as Aaron Rodgers is probably shredding the Bears <laughs> as he has the past, what, five years. We've had some bad moments as Bears fans. Rex Grossman <laughs> is the last time we've, we've really seen a, a great Bears quarterback as Jackson takes a snap <laughs> from the 40-yard line, throwing to the far side. It's a deep throw, and it's a nice one just off the hands of number six, Simon Weirin. Great coverage there from safety, Darius Brown, getting reps at safety now. Um, Riverside receiver had made a great, had a great route there. Just great, and, great and better a, defense. Our first great throw we've seen from, from Jackson, who lofted it up and over on the corner route to the far side, and catch couldn't be made by Weirin. So, uh. A whole new defensive look as they look to bring the heat from the linebacker position, and they do. Eric Blackwell comes with the heat. Jackson has time picked up. Now he's running to the far to the near side, and he just throws it away. And they're looking for intentional grounding. Coach Choppy is looking for intentional grounding. 
I believe we and should. And it is not called. Kevin, we should name some of these subs that have come in now because it is a completely different defensive front now. So we've got Darius Brown and Mike Salas playing the free and strong safety spots. Andrew Buckner playing the far side corner. Michael Pro playing the near side corner. Chris Adu back to his old position at uh, middle linebacker. Along with number 32, Alex Pace is in the at the game as well. Uh, number 64, Omar Canute is playing defensive end right now. Number 51, do not do not know who that is. So a whole new look for the Titans here on defense. Spread formation again for the Riverside Rams. Jackson takes snap. He's got time. Now he's flushed out. And he spins off a defender, and he's going to be sacked. Brought down. Coach Choppy running down the sideline and very happy with number 51, who is not on our, on our roster. But it was number 21, Chris Adu. Who makes the big play? So Aaron Rodgers is lighting it up so far tonight with two passing touchdowns. Um, hopefully you have him in your fantasy lineup for all you fantasy football lovers out there. To find out who else to start and who to sit, check out Ian Whitfield's article on DHSPresence.com for his fantasy picks. Whitfield, a reliable uh, fantasy expert. A reliable fantasy expert. Forget with Matthew Barry. With DHSPress.com. <laughs> yes, Matthew Barry is, is subpar compared to Ian Whitfield. He has, a, he has a talent at analyzing the fantasy football arena. So that's seven sacks for the Titans, really showing out Just on the defensive line. Dominating performance. And offensive line coach, oh, defensive line coach, Coach Choppy, must be very happy with this performance tonight with 6.33 to go. The, t the clock is stopped with a timeout here, 56-7. to seven. As we are now waving at some of the players on the sideline, Kevin, Jaden Pierre gives us a salute. So a great atmosphere here. You know they, they, they really recovered after that first score. After that first I want to give thanks Rams. to these players and Coach Bookwalter. They've been really cooperative with us this season, Kevin. They have. They've been great. Supporting us in our dreams and aspirations. You see Darius, Darius Brown back to receive it. Jaden Pierre now relieved, of, a big relieved here, of his duties. Yeah, we'd love to see that. A high booming kick to the near side, and it is not returnable. Gets a riverside bounce down to the 34. And obviously, want to give a shout-out to loyal listeners, Coach Carl Buckwalter's daughter and sister, always giving us high praise on our broadcast, and we are appreciative of it. They do. Every day, every, every broadcast. So 6.06 to go here in the fourth quarter, here in the game. Some notable college games coming up. JMU plays Delaware. Getting to see former Titan Adiba Terwa, if you tune into that game. Delaware, Kyle Kavinsky, defensive or defensive or football star for Titans, committed there for lacrosse. Yep. And the big the Virginia Tech Hokies playing Clemson. College game day will be there, and Kevin DHS Press broadcasters will be there. We will be in Blacksburg. We will not be broadcasting the game. You know what? We might. We might. Who knows? Who from knows the stands. From, Who from knows? Saturday is all up in the air. For all we know. <laughs> we will be supposedly meeting with some communications guys over there. So good to to talk and get some advice from from those guys. You know, that will be a great atmosphere, Kevin. I mean, I oh, can't well. think of a bigger game for the oh. Virginia Tech in recent history. Has there ever been? Cause, well, you know, I mean, they, Ohio State, they played some Ohio State, yes. those games. Um, they beat Ohio State. Last year they did lose to. They, 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 they lost, lost to Ohio State. State. They beat Ohio State, I believe, two years ago. Yeah. 
at home, and that's a that's a crazy atmosphere. I've been told it's it's one of the best atmospheres in college football. Will be great to be Michael there. Perello in at the quarterback position now. Thomas Jarman relieved of his duties. He handles this snap well, and they go up the middle to Robertson, or I'm sorry, Brown, Darius Brown, and he's hit right away. Loses about two there. Number 13, Robbie, Robbie Fry, the junior receiver, is coming in in the game now. He's, players, teammates have raved about his performance at the JV level. He has played really well as a star receiver for them. Justin Mann also playing receiver. Mann, a, a big freshman. Freshman. Basketball star. Not just yet. Looking to be. In the I formation again, they go twins to the far side. And they give the middle of fullback Adu, who's been looking for that one for a while. Flag down. Adu's helmet's come off. Helmet comes off. Will be a penalty on a river on the riverside. Player number thirty-six. Um, but uh, or I'm sorry, Alex Gonzalez. So Adu's helmet came off. He's gonna have to come out of the game. Do you get some carries at fullback? He's obviously thrilled to have that. So the so these past couple games that Coach Metro has been back, these Titans have been performing really well on offense and, and their blocking schemes on offense too, I think. I do talk to us about that and Pierre talked to us about that some more. About the blocking schemes he, he organized for this offensive line and how they've impacted the running ability of the Titans. Yes, Kevin, and I think you give Metro, Coach Metro, the right personnel. Yeah. He's going to make it work with, with his play-calling abilities and formations and whatnot. So we'll see if Pirello gets a passing play here. Brown in at tailback, and they give to Brown up the middle, who spins off a defender right away at the 45-yard line, now running the, to the near side, who runs over to defender at the 45-yard line, and he fights for a couple yards, flagged down now at the end of the play. Dawson Drake. Darius Brown there just lowered the, the shoulder and ran right over the defender from Riverside. And we'll see another quarterback for the Titans. It's going to be Zach Whipple. Or not Zach Whipple. I'm sorry. What's his name again? Number six. Number 16. Zach Whitcomb. That was Zach, it. Zach Whitcomb. Zach Whitcomb. Zach Whitcomb. A transfer from Potomac Falls, the junior. We'll get a look at quarterback now after this penalty will, personal foul penalty will bring the Titans back 15 yards. Four oh three to go. Clock is stopped after that penalty. Twins to the far side. One receiver to the near side and Robbie Fry. Prello barking out signals they give to Adu up the middle who pushes forward. Won't go down for a good five yards there from Adu. His longest run, I think, of his varsity career. And he was wrapped up right away, but he just kept, 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 kept moving on his moving his feet. Yeah. Can I will say... Dude did a great job over there with a lot of Riverside players going after the ball there trying to cause a fumble. You know, we talked about the Cubs-Nats game, or not Nats playoff series, yeah. if you will, coming up. You know, you are the baseball expert between us two. Yep. What are the keys for the Nats to get a, well, get I'll a tell you, series win? I'll tell you after this play, third down and a whole bunch. Zach Whitcomb in at quarterback, and he gives up the middle to Brown. Brown running along the far side, breaks a few tackles. And he pushes forward for about five. 
So the punting unit is going to come out, have to come on with just over three minutes to go. Some keys. Um, I'm writing about this actually in journalism, but the Washington Nationals always having trouble in the playoffs. You know, they, they do is, have a, is a cr interesting they, they're cursed. I'll they tell you what. This, they have this I'm interesting talking. streak. I will yep. say, I, I don't want to interrupt you here, Kevin, yeah. but I am. They have an interesting streak. They have not gotten out of the first round or the conference finals in any D.C. sports team in the past or 20, 10, 20 years, Kevin. Okay, now Kevin Madrid is on to punt. And it's a good one. He's Ooh. in for he's in for Kavinsky, and he boots it deep. A very good punt, and we haven't seen him at, him at all. And he just steps in here and boots it for about forty plus yards at the twenty-five yard line. The Rams are going to take over. So injuries, I think, play a part for the Nats. Um, up. The bullpen. I mean, this past in two thousand twelve and two thousand fourteen, Drew Storen has. I don't want to say blew it, but has blew it for the Nats, and it has been brutal. I think I was at both of those games, and it was just – it was probably one of the saddest saddest times of my life as the Titans look to bring some heat there on Jackson. He throws a quick pass, complete to number six, and a first down there. Jack Selman with just over two minutes to go. Kevin, but it's been a frustrating – Last couple of years in the playoffs for the Nats. I mean, you, you wish the best for them. I'm obviously rooting for them as the Rams going hurry up here. It's a quick pass to Selman again who breaks tackle, breaks a deuce tackle, and now running down to the near side across the 45 and across the 40. There he goes down the sideline, and he's tackled by Darius Brown across the 30 and down to the 27-yard line. 136 to go, and the Riverside Rams putting together a little something here late in this game. You know, I think it's just been it's frustrating as a DC sports fan in general. If you watch any of their sports, the Caps, the Wizards, Jackson the back to pass. Throws deep to the far side, and it's a nice throw. He's got a man, and he makes the catch. Hit right away by Robbie Fry. And a nice, nice a throw, throw there from, throw. from Jackson. That, just out of reach of Fry. It was that similar corner route they ran a few plays ago that got broken up, but now a minute Riverside to really go. Threatening. Riverside really threatening for a touchdown here. With these backups in on defense. To the end zone, Jackson goes. And it's up. And defense from Michael Perello is superb. Intended for Jalen Hagler, the sophomore who cannot come up with it. 44 seconds to go. The clock does not stop. 56-7 to seven the lead. And the Titans can. This one's been over for a while, but I think they can start to celebrate now. And look to forward and look to move on to four and two. The Going Rams the dropping to three and three. Jackson takes a snap, looking, stepping up, now throwing to the end zone, and is nearly picked off, batted away by Andrew Buckner. They try to throw a fade route in the end zone, and nothing doing there. A nice play from Buckner, intended for Vince Speroni. Seven seconds to go. Rams trying to put together one last play. Four seconds now. Titans begin to celebrate on the sideline. Time expires to the end zone, and it is dropped. And nice defense from Buckner, who lets out three. Big claps. Pierre runs onto the field. Jaden Pierre, that is, high-fiving all of these guys that, will just in, that were just in. And the handshake line begins. A 56-7 victory. For the Titans, and a much-needed one as they head on to this two-game winning streak. Great win, Kevin. I think we really have seen glimpses the past two games of how good good this Titans team can be, and they are putting it, get, 
together more complete games on all three phases. And you got you probably the toughest test you're going to see at in, in within your conference with Woodgrove, Kevin. Looking at the halfway mark of the Titans season, how has the first five game go- games gone, and how has it gone as expected for you? You know, I think they or they first have six games. I'm sorry, six now. Ga- first six games. Now, I mean, you got to be happy. I don't want to. You don't want to be happy with the losses, but the two losses they already have it's a good against teams. Clark County, who Buck has said will probably go undefeated this year, and South Lakes again, who will probably go undefeated a very at the six A level. Yeah. So they've beaten all the teams they've felt they really should have beaten. So I think they've just met expectations so far. But sometimes I'll tell you what. After that Clark County game, we had some questions in our mind, and they really responded well. After that one. You know, I really think it is going to be how this team responds to adversity throughout the year, Kevin. And we're going to see some some of that. And I mean, you're not going to coast to 56 to seven victories no. like this against Woodgrove. No. Later in the year. But now that they go to the bye. They're going to get try to get more healthy, Kevin. And you got your biggest game of the season with Woodgrove. So looking at Clark County, who is now five and zero, they were they were a tough team, and they. Dominion fell to them in their season opener. Just a few massive guys on their defensive and offensive. They were lines, yeah, they it? were a big team out in the country. But the Dominion Titans head into their bye week four and two. And we head into our bye week. Thank you for joining us on DHS Press Network. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. This is DHS Press Network signing off. Thank you.